today that says um do or die and it has like a skull in it but it's huge it's an extra extra large so it's like a dress on me but i it's not the material is not is too transparent for me to actually wear it as a dress so i wanted to put some biker shorts on but i don't own any so i really need some so mm, i thought you meant you i was about to tell you to go to like academy or dick sporting's goods but i just realized that like biker shorts are now like sold at like they're fast they're fast fast, fast, yeah 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 so that's okay so, the first time I saw people wearing them as, like, not to work out in. Not a fan of them. Uh, was to festivals. Oh, yeah. They're, like, a big festival. They're definitely then, a huge and festival then people, thing. they get, like, special patterns and whatever. Yeah. I mean, whatever. Okay. And then I, like, saw that they were called biker shorts. I didn't realize that it was, like... Cycling biking? I thought it was. <laughs> I, I, I cycles. Well, okay. Well... <laughs> to explain i didn't think people actually wore them when they went on their motorcycles like, <laughs> i just thought it was like we're naming it after motorcycles and like that's what i'm hot and shiny and cotrella and i was like you i mean but if you know anything about fucking motorcycles you fucking have to wear fucking pants with you have to <laughs> yeah. or you're like legs like, die well if you crash you would die but also like your legs would get all burnt up yes from the, because the exhaust oh, and everything yeah it's really like, hot so. it's really freaking hot <laughs> uh anyway that was my stupid story about biker shorts literally last night i realized that they were worked out last, last night, night? Yeah. oh my god <laughs> i was like oh you wore them last night no i realized oh. last night why they were cold <laughs> oh my gosh okay yeah this so. is two girls one skinny cat yeah <laughs> i said i wanted to talk about the bike short <laughs> i hit my teeth this is isabel i'm emily and i'm monica we have an announcement to make yeah it's like a surprise <laughs> I mean, that it's so like well it is and also surprise! it's a surprise for us too yeah so. so uh we are going to turn this podcast into a seasonal podcast Ooh, yeah. okay like like a pro podcast like like up and vanished or something yeah i yeah. don't know but no that's not <laughs> i should clarify sorry i made that joke but like we're not turning into an up and vanished podcast which you know would be really amazing but we don't have that kind of capability. Yeah, so. no. It's or, just, um, what's the Badland? No. The music I, one. That's awesome. Graceland. Oh, Dis- Graceland. It is Dis- exactly like yes. Graceland. Yeah. They so, are seasonal, but he talks about different things. Every and day. episodic. So the reason why we're doing this is because we have complicated calendars uh, in the summer, especially. So we just thought it'd be a better fit, fit for us mm-hmm. and our lives. Um, in stress levels <laughs> yeah <laughs> to be to, to be able to say hey we're going to do this in the season so we'll be back in august uh we will still be very very active on our twitter on our instagram we've never really been active on our facebook Sorry. but you know <laughs> does anyone does anyone just care about if that? you do care about <laughs> facebook if you do actually use our facebook like send us a dm there because i really don't do shit on that uh-huh. you mean like mark zuckerberg you can't have my data 
you know, it's we fine. are uh, active elsewhere. Yeah. And if you are And we have an email at um, F45. Yeah. But we do, I mean, we do have plans to maybe possibly surprise you guys in the summer with something. But yeah. we'll have to see. That's as vague as we're keeping it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so this week we are going to talk about. Oh, wait. Sorry. This is our last episode. Oh, fuck, yeah. <laughs> so, so each season's going to be... Well, this season, at least, is ending with 25 episodes. episodes. So t- today, you'll. this is our last episode, quote-unquote last, but like the end of our first season, um, and we are going to start our second season in August. Yeah. Um, we will post the exact date, obviously, later in the summer. Um, so, yeah, and like we don't have a concrete plan if we're gonna do like themed seasons and stuff we've talked about it it might be really cool to do if you guys like that idea or if you have any sort of themes that you want us to do or just like if you like what we're already doing where it's kind of different every week like definitely let us know we really want to hear what you guys think about we are that. open to constructive criticism and we do like so or suggestions or suggestions because <laughs> well i want to say constructive criticism because we do read every single review left on yeah itunes and dms oh dms yeah. like we and we do read your dms we, we've had a few people who have dm dm'd us in the yeah. past talk, telling us constructive criticism and we do take it to heart and we actually do a lot of discussion in our group message our like personal group message about it when it happens yeah because this is our baby yeah and uh and it doesn't work if it's not for your enjoyment right right yeah like we, we have fun we want you to have we fun. have fun but we know there are listeners and like we appreciate everyone's thoughts and opinions about it and you know we anyway but yeah like the thematically we're all, definitely want to hear what you guys like um so yeah just if, if you don't feel comfortable leaving, like, public, inf- like, suggestions, definitely DM us. We read all of that, so. Yeah. We read and respond. We're pretty quick. All, at least Well, I, I have, well. I have no, I have no <laughs> I don't think I've ever responded. Which is fine. <laughs> me and M, me and M respond. <laughs> I, I, I get the notifications, so I see it too. So. I get the notifications now, but I only put it on for technically my fashion one, but then I started getting ones for the this other one i was like i guess i'll check it too <laughs> yeah i i mean i get i, I see everything so um yeah. all right so that's that now we'll move forward with the theme that i'm not gonna say because i did not take french <laughs> we'll take emily's okay. emily's beautiful <laughs> uh today's theme is folie a deux folie Brilliant. a deux perfect <laughs> love it you're an icon <laughs> Thanks. I love it. Uh, Thank you. Um. <laughs> so I have um, information on what that is. Because if you didn't read my caption, <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> Including Isabel. <Yeah. laughs> um, I, I mean, to be honest, like, it is really fucking cool, but also really fucking terrifying, this concept. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's cool and terrifying. It's cool to, like, research. Cool terrifying. But like horrifying! Oh my god, what would I do if this happened to me? Yeah, <laughs> so, give it to stay me. Stay out of cabins or like close friendships or something. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Don't form any close. What friendships. What if we had a filet a trois? It's a thing. Or cut. it's a thing. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna talk about it. Okay. No, it's a trois. We'd kill wolf first. 
he wouldn't be part of our shared madness. Isabel's oh. like so kill happy. We have, she's like, like I'm ready to, to kill somebody. Stop! 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 <laughs> Just kidding. Um, actually, no. The reason I'm saying that is because yeah. Okay, but. But shout out to Noah because Noah would help me hide the body as we talked about last night when we saw him. I hope you never get framed because this is going to be used as evidence. Oh, sure. <laughs> oh shit. Uh, By the way. <laughs> oh, well, this is all public. But actually, it's okay. So it's really funny. My mom and I were watching Forensic Files the other night. Well, I make her watch it. And um, <laughs> it was like an episode where a guy like murdered a murdered someone and then took his like bloody clothes and the murder weapon and hid it in a bush like in the backyard hid it in a bush in the back who right okay so stupid and what? he was like i didn't think anyone would find it all right what so dumb <laughs> and then i all of a sudden go i pause it and i go that's you don't dispose of evidence that way if you're gonna do it so you like are driving and you get far enough away and then you start throwing things out the window but not all at once and just at a time, but not close to where you live. Not or close where to where you live. In trash day. Well, you no, want to split up the, the pieces and they can go check that. Yeah, but people aren't just going to stop on the side of the road. It can't be near the murder scene or where you live. No, yeah, or where you spend Did a lot of time at. We like talk about a case recently that someone like dumped evidence outside the window. It and was then, the like, they got caught. Laura it was Rena. It was the. Bobbit. Marina Bobbit? No, no, I'm not talking about oh. dick. She did, it was she, like she did the, throw the dick out that she told them where she it was clothing. It. So, no, oh, I don't. I don't, I don't think know. so. I swear. Well, okay. I'll find it. I'll be up 20 hours but to like, find out. But this is coming from like investigators say that that's yeah. the best way to dispose of evidence because they're don't not going to tell f- people that for sure. Well, <laughs> not you, the investigators. Oh, well, uh-huh. it's like any murderers out there, like <laughs> have some good ideas. Well, they don't listen. They put it in a fucking bush in the backyard. <laughs> well, the thing is, so the thing is, wait, I want to preference that is that maybe they do listen and they haven't been caught and that's why they haven't been exactly. caught. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Yes. Um, it's very, it's that very, just blew my mind. It's very Gone Girl. She throws stuff out the window. She does. I love Gone Girl I know, I know. so much. Still haven't seen the movie. It's it it falls under like perfect murder if it had worked out. You know, anyway, it, it, yeah, it really does. Murder. She was planning on. She was like, because he would go to jail and get the death penalty. She's like, now that. Oh. Anyway. But she also did murder somebody, didn't she? She did, but, <laughs> but that was, like, and, not part of her plan. Yeah. But, but she did get away with that murder, too. She did. <laughs> so it was a perfect murder. Uh, I love Amy Elliott Dunn. Don't at me. I know. Okay? She's a fucking... You know... <laughs> she's crazy, but I crazy. love her. <laughs> the first chapter, I was like, I wish to emulate this person. And then I was like, holy shit, what the fuck is wrong with me? And the more I read, I was like, oh, God, <laughs> Well, there's crazy. nothing wrong with, like, some of the stuff she did not i'm not talking about the criminal things just like the cool girl yeah whatever but that whole point that she makes about that is so fucking inaccurate sorry for those that haven't read gone girl or seen the movie spoilers i don't it's been a while well, not spoilers but like you won't know what we're talking about go fucking read it or watch it sorry i'm like i i i don't i'm I'm not going to explain what that whole movie is about because yeah. it's so good. It's so if we good. we can't discuss something that came out in like five oh, years ago. Oh, I'm not worried ago, about people then... being like, eh, spoilers. I'm worried about people being like, no, I don't know what you're I talking think, about. I think people would be more mad if we started <laughs> um, talking about like the Avengers and Endgame, which we're not. No spoilers. I mean, we wouldn't do that anyway. We would also yeah. not do that, but I'm just saying. I'm not a fan. 
I'm not going to go see it. I mean, I already know what happens. I'm not paying money to go see it. Is, is there what I'm is the green say. man or sorry, the purple man going to be mad about the like gems and make everyone disappear again? Is Ant-Man going to go up his butthole <gasps> and expand and blow him up? What is Ugh, God damn it, Wolf. Paul Rudd. He's <laughs> Wolf just said that Thanos' is anus is too powerful. Thanos is too powerful. Right. If you're able to your fight Hulk blow to blow, are so powerful. Uh-huh. your muscles are so powerful. So would your anus. The force of Ant Man becoming a giant Ant Man right. would Jet. make him eject Jet. out of the butt. Oh, that's disgusting. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> repeating what wolf is saying because you probably can't hear what he's saying and it was hilarious because she just like kept repeating things and, and she was, didn't like, hear what didn't she was saying, saying. So. i just like did not process until you yeah no get out um Great okay movie. so now we're gonna go okay um tell me what try try it try it remember what it's it? like fish full of no, it's like filo. So filo. No, filet. No. Filet. Filo. Like fo- filet. 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 Uh, do. do. <laughs> you, can, you, can say, you can say it like that. I don't. People say it like that. It's, I mean, you're, you don't speak French. It's fucking fine. So. Fish filet. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> that is exactly your theme. <laughs> That's going to be the name of it. Fish, fish filet. filet. Duh. What have been doing to all the fish for McDonald's fish filet? Okay, no, you can you imagine if we became that podcast? Yeah. Wait, I just want to put out that made a joke before this about McDonald's. <laughs> so and funny. That's like, why. McDonald's uh, meal with the, instead of one. Instead of one, it was filet, it was two. two. <laughs> and then Monica. I swear I, they've done it. I love Monica, the gullible, sweet Monica. <laughs> goes, was like, oh my God, is that true? Is that true? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. So, actual definition of folia de it, it or a shared psychosis that's what i put on is us. a psychiatric syndrome in which symptoms of a delusional belief and sometimes hallucin- hallucin- hallucinations <laughs> <laughs> hallucinations are transmitted from one individual to another huh the same syndrome shared by more than two people may be called folia toi folia cat Folet en famille, which means family, family. madness. Or folet à plusieurs, madness of several. Huh. Would we be in the several, several category we, then? Cunt. cunt. That's four. We'd you'd, be, you would not be cunt. We'd be such cunts. <laughs> it's not cunt. I'm like pronouncing it like German. Cunt. <laughs> Recent psychiatric classifications refer to the syndrome as shared psychotic disorder, so it's really not called phileia de, to, like, psychologists. Um, and not oh. French people. Right. <laughs> uh, so shared psychotic disorder is really what it's called most of the time, at least in the dsm 4 um, And induced delusional disorder is another... Uh, way that it's sometimes referred to. Although the research literature largely uses folia de. Um, this disorder is actually not in the current DSM. I was going to say, is it in the current one? No. 
Um, so because DSM, you said four. Yes, that's it's, like it's not in DSM five. It's five. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, which is the current one. The disorder was first conceptualized in 19th century French psychiatry. Um, so, like the exact French de- um, translation is "madness of two. Okay. So, okay. <clears throat> The syndrome is commonly diagnosed when the two or more individuals concerned live in proximity and may be socially or physically isolated and have a, have little interaction with other people. So, though we did, didn't we do a murder where there was those two girls who like ran into the? That was mine. Oh, yeah. but they weren't Slenderman. Yeah, but they yeah they weren't isolated or anything like. No, that. not the Slenderman See, one. I thought there was one where. Oh. The uh, girls that got lost? No. Maybe I've... I did, like, two. Lisa Franz? No, I thought... Or I, th- I don't know whose it was, Franz. but there was, there was these two girls... Or maybe I read about it. Two girls who ran into the street because there's... No, I'm pretty sure we talked about that. We did talk about it. No, oh, you yeah, listened to my favorite murder. Examples. Oh! Oh, I listened to my favorite <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not what you're doing, right? The one that you're talking about were two sisters. They were... I can't remember their nationality. They were some kind of Scandinavian nationality, I think. They like, ran Swedish. into the roadway. Swedish, you're right. Okay. They they went to this the UK and ran into the road and got hit by cars. Like, it was... I mean, that's... And that's then what, like the bare that's minimum. That's one did yeah. it, and then, like, the, the next, next one, one did, did it. it. And yeah. then... and then so they, they did it multiple times. Yeah, because, like, the yeah. police got them, and then one of them got escaped can, and then ran back on, into... You can watch it on YouTube. Oh. Uh, <laughs> this is just up. To, yeah. Because, yeah. yeah. So you can actually watch it on YouTube because there was like a cops, like the cop, the, the UK version of cops. Go ahead, Wolf. The Mounties? UK version of cops? UK. Basic, like basic information about that. That's, that's what that is. Like you can go look it up. I'm sorry. You can literally YouTube it. For some odd reason, I thought that was, I, okay, obviously I just want, think about. They talked about it on my murder. I would not, uh. YouTube it if you are me not into that. Like if you're me. <laughs> it's not graphic, but you do see them run into the road and get hit. You don't really see that, but you hear it. Do they talk shit? Huh? Because they got hit. hit. That was a bad joke. It's not like fuck. Okay. Um, various subclassifications of Falea de have been proposed to describe how the delusional belief comes to be held by more than one person. <clears throat> So, folie en posse is where a dominant person, n- oh. known as the primary, the inducer, or principal, initially forms a delusional belief during a psychotic episode and imposes it on another person or persons. And they are n- the other person is known as the secondary, the acceptor, or the associate. So they impose it on the other person with the assumption that the secondary person might not have become deluded if left to his or her own devices. I feel like that one's used so many times in criminal minds. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting. Yeah. It's right. Really, it's really interesting. And like how they can like pick up. Like on... think about how often that might happen. Really. Or even like not even like killing people and doing something wild yeah. like bullies like if you're a big bad exactly. bully and you can turn a vulnerable person into another bully like exactly is that fully a do it's interesting uh if, manipulation yeah bitch yeah <laughs> <laughs> if the parties are admitted to hospital separately 
Then the delusions in the person with the induced beliefs, so the secondary, usually resolve without the need of medication. So those two sisters, that, you can see that. Because the the one that got really hurt, I believe, was like the secondary. Okay. Because the one girl who wasn't hurt, like, critically... And was let go and then went and murdered somebody because that also happened. So they got hit by the cars and then she went and murdered someone. Yeah. But she was let go from the police uh, and she was obviously still psychotic. Oh, so she's the primary. I, I, okay. It's hard to say because the other one was still, was critically injured and not conscious. Yeah, that's true. Okay. So the second um, like classification is folie simulante, which describes either the situation where two people considered to suffer independently from psychosis influence the content of each other's delusions. Oh. So they become identical or strikingly similar. Okay. Or one in which two people, quote, morbidly predisposed in quote to delusional psychosis mutually trigger symptoms in each other interesting i'm trying to i'm trying to figure out what mine is i mean are I, you doing blood yeah cool i think it could versus I, the I, crips you know so wild <laughs> bloods Thanks. versus crips that's what i'm doing today no I'm banana kidding. boys what i'm doing um yep. <laughs> uh but I'm trying to figure out what mine is. Let me know what y'all think after I do mine what you think mine is. Because I think, like, it could go either way. It could be a good discussion. It it could go either way. Okay. And um, not to be this person. Or, you know. To be this person. person. Uh, There's an amazing episode of The X-Files called Folea Like, what this one of their episodes. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I won't give anything away. I don't want to. Like, just go fucking watch watch The X-Files. It's one of the, in my opinion, like, based on... The episodes I really like, like ones that I would go back and rewatch, but I go and rewatch the whole show anyway. So I think it's one of the best episodes, but like, you know, um, I rewatch that whole show anyway. I skip the bug related episodes because there are some bugs are weird. man. Well, there's like well, there's one bug episode that I watch because it's good and it's in the first season and the whole entire first season is really good. But is um, it based off of metamorphosis. No. OK, never mind. No, but the, it's like I, I'm not going to explain that one. But there's like a there's like a roach episode. Ew! There is fuck a, that. Yeah, I, fuck that. When I never once sworn enemy cockroaches. When I I had to watch the whole show through the first time like that I watched it, and I had to I, I couldn't skip that episode in case something happened. Like I I couldn't, so I had to watch it. But I skip it now. Nothing happens in it. In that case is like Mulder criti- falls in critical. love, <laughs> only person I know. <laughs> all right why are you looking at me like that <laughs> he's in love already okay anyway i love him and he loves shrimp all right so you want to do scully anyway it's fine you want to do the duel of no, the hands we want to talk the about the duel of the hands the how would you album? say that in french i don't know oh anyway, album. we want to talk about of the album bon. of fall boy yeah yeah i can i mean, what I mean, I, I mean uh, just, just what do you want me to say it's like a masterpiece yeah <laughs> that's it there's an Good. album of fall boy it came out in you had it up it came I out in 2009 no it didn't 10 it didn't 16 11 it came out when we were in high school it yeah i know out, no actually 2000 2009 was when we were in high school <laughs> see i always mix up how old i was and the year it came out no, no, it no, came no, out no. in 2008 it came, yeah 
because I read about the album yesterday. They wanted to have it come out on election day in 2008, but it got delayed. It came out in December. Anyway, yeah. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> I, I, whatever. Okay. It, it is my favorite Fall Boy album. It's not Monica's, but whatever. It's I, your favorite? Yeah. Literally, I was looking at the track list yesterday, and I was like, fuck. I mean, it has my favorite song on it. Which is Which song? Head first slide into Cooperstown on a bad day. Great song. So, they're obsessed with Fallout Boy. I am not as obsessed with Fallout Boy. So. Would you call yourself obsessed? I like, love them. Every time they have new music, I listen to it. I think for you. I've seen them twice. Obsession. Yes, you have. Yeah, you probably <laughs> okay, with I me twice. <laughs> I remember being I mean, there unless once. you saw them more than I have. Which, I want to. Yeah. Whenever, Try again. Yeah, yeah come, I would go over that. I, I love Fall Out Boy. I own every single album song. You ha- Have you listened to the new one yet? Released. The newer Except for the one. She hasn't. Mania? No. Legit, like, the first two months after that album came out, I would be like monica have you listened to it yet and she'd be like no i'm afraid to listen to new music by my favorite people because i'm afraid they'll let me down because that happened with I'm, dashboard confessional i know i'm telling they you let me down. i'm telling you like on a personal level mania is like my third favorite album from them john Mayer came out with a country album that was weird you liked it though i, it, I grew on it after <laughs> i had the cd and like no ox cord for a while you know? <laughs> no, well it was like it's my least favorite but i still listen to his stuff that's that's no, love. Like you support him. That's love. I, you know what? After this episode, I'll listen to Mania. Thank you. Once through. See, I, I like love, I like Mania so much that I want to get the. So uh, now. <laughs> I like Death. Mania so much I want to get the vinyl. Ooh, but I also want to okay. get that vinyl. I didn't think about getting that one. So I don't, know. I don't think about getting like older ones for some reason. I don't which remember. is stupid. So anyway. I don't even I know if I've listened vinyl. I don't even know if I listen to Fall Out Boy. Without See, y'all. okay, everyone thinks like from under the cork tree, dance, dance. Yeah, like, and I'm like sure anything from down. Infinity sure, Online. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but they have a lot of. Okay, do you like like um, singer songwriter? What? Like, do you like like with a dude in his guitar? I mean, well. I like Young the Giant. What is that? Oh. I don't know what Young the Giant. Young the Giant oh, is like not like Young the Giant. I love Young the Giant. We've oh, seen no, them I'm twice. Someone else. No, I, I I like Young the Giant. They're they're That's my favorite. Fall Out Boy isn't like what you think Fall Out Boy was. Exactly. Okay. They've so, evolved. They've evolved. Okay. <laughs> they're a rock band. Yeah. Which yeah. we do like rock bands. Much so. like Maroon Five and John Mayer well, and Panic at the I Disco. Maroon, they've all evolved. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Maroon Five is definitely not this. And Lil Wayne, Wolf said. And Kanye. And Kanye. Unfortunately. And Beyonce. Uh, well, yeah. Did she she came out with a country song, too, which is so good. It's a good song. It is it's so on, good. It's on Lemonade. And, so. and Lady Gaga. And, okay, Shit. I can, I we can stop. Taylor Swift. Le- okay, musicians evolve. <laughs> they should. They should. They have. They should. If you want to be relevant, you have to. Well, a lot of musicians, you'll find, like, they, they were like, I don't really care about that. However, music as like themes and an industry in general, not not even the industry, just like what people like on a personal level and their art want to make. You would want to evolve. Like, yes. I mean, yeah. As a writer, I would want to evolve as a writer. I don't want to be the same person I am currently exactly. like next week. Or we can right. also just think about ourselves or- in high school and how much we've all evolved. <laughs> I'm, s- yeah. I'm we, right. all, we all laugh because like... <laughs> 
right. Anyways. Glad I'm not the same person. (laughs) Thank y'all for asking me what my top three favorite fall top was. (laughs) I'm sorry. You've been waiting? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Monica, what are your top three favorite fall top So it's a hard, that's why I pulled it up because I was like, okay, I have to mention it. And I rank, to, like, go ahead, pull. just rank them. It's so hard. So excluding so, Mania because you can't rank them. Go ahead no. and rank all of them. All of them? Yeah. Okay. So like, it, there's well, not it's that many. Hard. Go ahead. I mean, there's. It's not like there's. Are we gonna 15. take the live in Chicago ones too? No. No. Are we gonna well, take the acoustic version? Okay. Just to, tell us your top three then. Yes, Isabel. I will. No. Tell me all. Of them. I'm getting there. I want to hear all of them. Go. Is this how um, Emily feels whenever we interrupt her? <laughs> Yeah, I bet. I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. Tied from under the cork tree, the first CD I ever bought with my own money, and uh, my heart is always B-side to my tongue. Okay. <laughs> You're not going to keep going? No, I'm... Okay, good. I'm just... Dramatic pauses, yo. Okay. <laughs> Save rock and roll. Oh, yeah, that's such a good one. My God. Um... Take this to your grave. Mm-hmm. Oh shit! Which one's first? No, save rock and roll. Take this to your grave. Yeah, go with your gut. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> Folia duh. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> duh. <laughs> Top five. Yeah. Um. That's pretty low, low. No. No. No, it's so I dude, I'm obsessed. Like they're literally brilliant. I All mean, of them are amazing. Her, whatever her last ranked album is, she it's probably still fucking brilliant. Still loves yeah. it, so. The last ranked one is probably like live in Chicago. <laughs> Where they're from. Hey, did you know they discovered Panic at the Di- uh, like I need Mel the fuck out? <laughs> She's like, I'm ready to talk about Fall Boy. That's my case. She's wearing a t shirt. She brought I don't dick. Okay. Um, we talked about LBJ's. What's the difference? <laughs> you did talk about LBJ's. Pete Wentz for president. Was Pete, was Pete Wentz's the first dick you ever saw? Or was Kanye? What? Hi, what? mom and dad. <laughs> I mean, I didn't see them in the flesh. My God. Pete Wentz's was definitely the so first. Because you sent me that text post about yeah. it. It was definitely the first dick I ever saw. Huh. Guys, guys don't go through this. That's so funny. They're like, my dick was... You know? <laughs> <laughs> that was the first teat I saw. Carmen Electra. Is she a porn star? I don't know. No. <laughs> well, who was the first? Was. Well, Alexis, Texas. Who was the first tits you ever yeah. saw? That's what she's trying to ask you. Was it like in a movie or something? Yeah, okay, probably. yeah. Uh, that's hard. Yeah, to, that's hard to like say. There's like tit everywhere in there's movies. There's tits in movies, not like Halle not Berry. Dicks. I think was the first tit I ever saw that wasn't related to me, and that was like Swordfish. The first one that I saw that was like, <laughs> oh, I like this. Yeah. Was Underworld Two. Okay. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> she's naked in there. Yeah. I mean, topless. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like the first dick I ever saw in some sort of media like in a movie or tv show was game of thrones oh the young Greyjoys. i'm trying to think about the first dick i ever saw yeah me too they're really not in movies or tv shows so it's hard okay okay that's fair japanese jackass jackass oh that's that's fair actually i didn't i didn't think about that like blurry no huh not unless they were like if you were watching it on tv it was I can't remember, like, 
It probably was Pete Wentz or Kanye yeah. West. I, okay, so once... Wait, it's in another teenage movie? Not another no. teenage movie? No, 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 no one's Chris making Evans that. Chris dick is covered in whipped cream. It's fine. <sighs> Wish that was... Not? Yeah. yeah. Can I, like, not thirst for him right now? <laughs> Hi. My... Oh. My... The first Chris this Evans movie outside. that I was like, hit, like so Wolf being like, yeah, I like this. So my my first Chris Evans movie where I was like, yeah, I like this was Cellular. Have I, any of you seen no. that movie? Was it about <laughs> telephones? Okay, sort of. But <laughs> <laughs> I like don't remember how he gets this cell phone, but he finds out that this kidnapped lady is on the other end of, it might be his phone. I don't know. She just call number well, i don't know which is stupid because she should just call 911 yeah but i don't know and he the whole time he's like trying to stay on the phone with her and like this is like 2004 so cell phones were like basic <laughs> and he's got like this nokia and at one point it's like about to die and he has to like run on a boardwalk to go like find a fucking phone charger and he's oh. having the hardest time anyway i don't know he gets like yeah, sweaty and hot they're not in that universal movie. yeah I don't know. He got sweaty and hot in that movie, and he's really young. And Chris Evans is beautiful. I know. Okay. Okay. Did you finish? I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm done with the definition. Did I finish? No. No, she didn't. I finish. know. I sorry. Think they have like so many albums. That's the thing. Because uh, "Take This to Your Grave" is their first one, and that's 2013. And then "Mania" came out in 2018. 2013. Sorry, 2003. Yeah. I was like, that I was like, wasn't that I'm long, sorry, but... They were making music when I was, like, in fifth grade. Yeah. So they actually started making music when we were six. Well, right. I know, I know. I became a fan. <laughs> Aw, look at baby mommy. Okay. I think little Beastie loved Fallout Boy. <laughs> Pink was, like, my favorite artist when I was young. Have you heard her latest song? Uh, it's, like, Walk Me Home, Take Me Home, something like that. It, it, it slaps. Slaps? Slaps. Slaps. Mr. Brightside. I think we should just slaps. stop... We were ranking. I'm done. Yeah. Okay. I can't. It's like picking my favorite children. Yeah. You, which I did at first. But like once I get to like 10 children, it's like, oh, yeah. who are you? <laughs> All right. Let's. Do all the hands. Let's go. Sorry, I have to burp. <laughs> While she does that, do you remember that quiz that you can like rank all your favorite songs by an artist? Yeah. No. Yes. I want to do that again. I'll send it to you. I, I need to find it. I have it. the link. I have the link. I keep it. I want to okay. redo the Fall Out Boy ones. One, two, three, shoot. Ooh, Monica wins with a paper. One, two, three, shoot. Scissors. One, two, three, shoot. Ooh. Scissors. One, two, three, shoot. Paper. (laughs) (laughs) One, two, three, shoot. Alright, so that's a five. You get in my head. That was a you I'm not doing anything. That was a five. At me. Rock, paper, scissors, at, would you prefer I looked away, but then I wouldn't know what you were doing? What if we were blindfolded? Wait, that'd be like, interesting. See each other. <laughs> so we couldn't see each other. <laughs> You're up at a wall like you would ha- you would have to narrate it anyway. That'd be okay, fun. So that was a five. Like, you had to do it five rounds. Um, I won, whatever. Emily won. But I'm going to do my sports cast because this is the last time. Okay. Until we do it season two. Okay, do Tony Romo. <laughs> oh my do God. not. Guys, no, this is the first time you didn't you got it. say. 
Uh, what's her face? Erin Andrews. <laughs> you got it right. Good <laughs> job. Lo so, and behold, I've learned. <laughs> we it only off. took 25 episodes. Um, so, first one, Monica won. Yeah, called out, I swear. Second one was uh, a tie. tie. Yeah. Then Mo- then Emily won. Tie. Then Emily won the last one. Sorry, this Monica. This is like volleyball. Yeah. I'm like brought back. Because have you ever played a game where it was like five? Oh, oh this is the worst. Yeah. It's exhausting. It's yeah. like, why? Yeah. I just Three would have been enough. Let me kick your ass. Or, you know, like once. Yeah. You know, let's just like duel, you know? know? Yeah. Like, let me kick okay. your ass. Okay. All right. So, okay. I used to kick your ass. <laughs> now you've gotten better. Two we last ball. points about fall. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Sorry. No, it's really yeah. okay. Go. Stick it. The s- most of the songs from the soundtrack are from Volleyball. The movie Stick It. Sorry. Yeah, the gymnastics. It this it's yeah, not no, called love, gymnastics. I love one of my favorite we, movies. The best. We love Based it. Based in Plano. In case people don't yeah. know. In case people don't know, because it wasn't only a popular one. I don't think a lot of people know about it. It's such a good movie. I watched it's it. It's not called gymnastics. It was like I watched it so many fucking times. It got me back into tumbling, and then I became a cheerleader. <laughs> My favorite part is at the end when they take their bra straps out of their mm-hmm. fucking yes. leotards yeah. because and are she like, got, fuck you. Because she got disqualified for your bra. What like, an ancient rule. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It and is. your second point? Big Hero 6. Oh, <gasps> really? I know, yeah. I love Big Hero 6. It's the song that plays in the credits. I love Big Hero 6. That movie makes me sob, but Cry. I love it. Cry. In the Duff, which is like an awful movie. Oh, but well, whatever. read the book. Don't watch I, the movie. Yeah, I did. Yeah, the book's amazing. The book is better. Designated ugly it fat is. friend. Yeah. The movie, she's not even fat. Jeez. Let's move on. Oh <laughs> my god! Don't get me started. Yeah, let's not get. Okay. okay. And they made a song about llamas. Oh my god! And I'm so sorry. This is the last point. I swear. It's okay. They sang a Michael Jackson song. Beat it with John Mayer as the guitarist. Yeah, I'm I was like, about to say John Mayer's not singing, but like... he's playing the guitar in that song. It's a great song. They played it on the radio a ton. Like it got radio. Air, it did. So. And yeah, it did. But no one knew that it was John Mayer on it. Yeah. I mean, you could if you listen to it really closely. If you like understand his like guitar skills, he is on a <laughs> song with Khalid right now. Is it Khalid or Khalid? Dude, girl, Please. I have no Please. idea. Please. Is that the location, dude? Yeah. Send me. Oh, he did a concert at SMU. That's cool. On I love him. Thursday. I do love him. But He's he great. has a song with John Mayer out right now where John Mayer's playing the guitar. Oh. It's so cute. does it's the, not Deadpool, what do they call it? Dead and Co. Uh, Grateful Dead. Well, Dead and Company. Yeah. He's in that band, though. Yeah. Yeah. That's different. Yeah. Khalid is like his own. They did a song <laughs> with Elton John. Okay. We're okay. Main sh- Courtney Love. I'll stop. I we yeah. I'll I'll sit. Do you want to hear about Theranos or not? Okay. And because I know you have a lot to say about it, they did a thing with Theranos too. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, Fall Boy and Theranos. Every time I like, if I'm not paying attention to Theranos, I think Thanos. Yep. <laughs> it's very apropos. Same. I love saying apropos, and I never get the opportunity to say it because I don't think to say it. I need to start saying it more. What does it mean? Yeah. Appropriate. Oh. If you think about apropos, yeah, apropos. like what it spells, it makes it's that makes appropriate. Like, is it the live? beginning of apropos? I don't fucking. Yeah. Or what is, is it? Is that like like a, are you doing like that's inappropriate like that? <laughs> no. Appropriate. No, I'm saying it's apropos. Like a thing. Ap- apropos. apropos. 
Uh, I'm done th- talking about it though. Yikes, <laughs> <laughs> okay. guys! So first, like sweating from being so hyper. So literally, no more pre-work for either of you guys. No more talking about fall work. <laughs> so literally, in the last episode, I talked about this, but now I'm gonna really talk about it. So, um, I will be covering the There No Scandal, aka Elizabeth Holmes. Um, but I'm not going to tell you who her, like, second is. Like, who the fo- fole. <laughs> like, who the, the duh, the duh is. is. Actually, that's what I wrote. It's your boyfriend. Okay. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> okay. So, I did not come up with this idea of Theranos and Elizabeth Holmes being, like, like the whole concept of the scandal being fole de. I didn't, I didn't think of this. I didn't come up with it. It is posited in the book Bad Blood, which is what I talked about last week. Go read the book that I talked about. They posit the idea about this being fully idea. Okay. It's on my list. Did you listen to the podcast? Yeah, I, I, I'm going to recommend it at the end. Okay. So Elizabeth Ann Holmes was born February 3rd, 1984 in D.C. <laughs> I know Monica's going to have a comment about this. So her father, Christian Holmes, the fourth was a vice president at Enron <laughs> after which he held executive positions in government agencies such as USAID. Wait, after Enron. Yep. He still. Yep. Yeah. The EPA. Well, and- he was a VP. He probably wasn't like that. Well, who knows who was involved in like. I mean, we do know. The falsification of it all. (laughs) Do we know who else, you know? Right. No, I get what you're saying. Is Arthur Anderson in trouble for it? Was he, was he like one of those people like, don't tell me what you're doing so I'm not implicated? Or just like, fine, whatever. I'll just like check it off. Sure. Exactly. Like, is that. Yeah. Which in accountancy, that is like. Ethically, if you're, if you have a very ethical company. Yes. Obviously, Enron ethics? No. no. Obviously, uh, yeah, I was going to say, obviously, you're talking about Enron, but like in most companies, yes, it's still. Okay. Sure. Whatever. Anyways. And he also worked in the USTDA. So uh, her mother, Noelle, and I think Doust is how you say her maiden name, worked as a congressional committee staffer. So during high school, so they moved to Houston when she was she went younger. To St. John's. Huh? Yeah. Episcopal. Mm-hmm. St. John's. Uh, oh my god, so really? They, they lived here in t- like. A rival high school. No, it's. Well, one of them. Not. Well, no, no, it's St. Agnes is the one that's the all girl school. In, whatever. I was going to say, no, okay, yeah. No, there's. I. They moved to Houston. They lived there and, like, she lived there until she went to Stanford. Okay. Um, How old is she? She was born right in now. 84. She's 35. I'm um, telling you. Yeah, no, no, okay. I know. I'm trying to. My aunt went to St. John's. Oh. That's why I was like, oh. And she also, that's why I was like. So during high school, Elizabeth was interested in computer programming and claims she started her first business selling C++ compilers to Chinese universities. Honestly, it's a good program to learn Uh, if you're an engineer. But you would want to know how to use C Sharp now because that's really where the world is going. Okay, I'm out. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, Her parents had arranged Mandarin home tutoring and partway through high school, she began attending Stanford University's summer Mandarin program. I'm bringing this up because it's relevant. Um, the Mandarin program? Mm-hmm. Interesting. 
2001, Elizabeth attended Stanford, where she studied chemical engineering and worked as a student researcher and laboratory assistant in the School of Engineering. After the end of her freshman year, she worked in a lab at the Genome Institute of Singapore testing for severe acute respiratory syndrome through the collection of blood samples with syringes. While at Stanford, she had an idea to develop a wearable patch that could adjust the dosage of drug delivery and notify doctors of variables in patients' blood. Are you shaking your head at a squirrel? No, I'm shaking my head at, like, the audacity of this woman. And, like, you can be... I'll save this comment until afterwards. (laughs) After you say what she does next, because... Diz bitch. Yeah. She developed, she started developing lab on a chip technology for blood tests and had the idea for a company that would make testing cheaper and more convenient and accessible to consumers. Okay. So in case that wasn't clear, the first idea she had was a patch. And I mean, we're talking about micro technology, which I'll get into, but that was what her biggest... Um, theme? I don't know. Whatever. Her, her, what she wanted idea, to accomplish. Her idea. Her biggest like end goal was to make a. Well, it was every, everything that she in in her con- the concept of Theranos. Everything that she was working towards was working with microbiology, which is like biology and micro. Yeah, but like the tech was micro as well. So we're talking about things that are so small. <laughs> imperceptible to the eye yeah yeah uh and her first thing was a patch so like immediately like that's we are our technology is not capable of that at the moment uh maybe one day that'd be really nice but just just what we know it's not possible so i'm just say that first okay she dropped out of stanford in 2003 thank you okay now this dumb bitch. She thinks that she can take one, one year, year of, of college. Period. Of college. Yeah. Fine. Whatever. It's Stanford. Yeah. But one year of college and she has enough education to start a biomedical technology, technology company. With what and money? Like. You'll see it. You'll see. Because most of the stuff I'm going to be talking about is money. So I'm sorry if this is a point you're going to bring up later. But like how she like told her teachers about this idea and they're like, that can't work. Yeah, I'm going to talk about it. Yeah. And it's like, uh, where in your head, like 18, maybe 19 years old, do you think that if people that have PhDs dedicated their life studying this, actually trying it out, think it well, can't what? work? And then and you, you think it's going to yeah well that's part <gasps> that's part of it and it's like my i think point. she's like nuts i literally think she's nuts that's why i'm that's why it today. Yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> yeah so setting up that fucking nuts woman it, it, nuts. it is ah, like cool. from the beginning hard to know like she's obviously intelligent but like the advice and like literal literal technology and science and information that we have it never it never penetrated her brain (laughs) it's like i'm not listening to you 
Even Which is every- her like primary issue. And it goes past being stubborn. It goes no, past it's stupid. It, it goes past being stubborn in the sense like, well, I'm just gonna I'm gonna figure it out. I'm gonna be the one to figure it out. I know that's what she wanted because she wanted to be the next Steve Jobs. However, <sighs> that'll be another thing. It's not if it's literally physically not possible for you to do these things. It doesn't work that way. Science doesn't work that way. Yeah. Whatever. Emily's going to tell us, but yeah. like, it's just, oh, <laughs> uh, she frustrates me to no end. And like, oh, she's so fascinating and yeah. she's dead inside. I love it. <laughs> so she dropped out of Stanford <laughs> in 2003 and used the education trust from her parents to found the company that would later be called Wait. Theranos. Her parents let her do that? Yeah. What? Big time. Big time. They were like, yeah, go for it. What? If, I, I, I told my mom this when, because I, I watched um, the documentary with her. I had already talked about it a bunch beforehand. So that I'm going to talk about the documentary later. But there is a documentary. And um, when they got to the part at the beginning where they talk about her dropping out and using this money um, that was for her education Education from her parents i looked at my mom and i was like if um if i dropped out after my freshman year oh hell no i don't get to see that money at all well no not even just just dropping out period oh hell no there goes that money (laughs) my mom would be like you're not i mean it wouldn't have even happened i would have had to finish four years yeah because they my parents and well my mom mostly worked infinitesimally get me through high school and, mm-hmm. and in my whole life so that I could just just going to college I literally told my mom I didn't want to walk in college graduation and she said it's not for you no, so you're it's walking it's not for you no it's not for me it was not for me it wasn't my decision I didn't push myself to go to college they pushed me and they're the ones who paid, paid for, for it, it. Yeah. so I am walking for them. And it's yeah. not just the four years of college, too. It's yeah. Like, it's, think about all the points that took us to get to college. Yeah. All yep. of it. I mean, I went to... From the second you were born. Yeah. I was like, yeah, whatever. It's just... Private schools. Holy crap. My out. mom would... There's no way. There was no, no. way that that was... No. Ugh. So, um, she called the company Theranos, which was a combination of the words therapy and diagnosis. <laughs> just for your... She needed therapy. Yeah. <laughs> She sought to perform... To diagnose that she was batshit crazy. <laughs> Done. Got it. She sought to perform blood tests. So after the patch, she moved on. She sought to perform blood tests using only small amounts of blood. She described her fear of needles as a motivation. When Elizabeth initially pitched the idea to reap, quote, vast amounts of data from a few droplets of blood derived from the tip of the finger, end quote, to her medicine professor, Phyllis Gardner, at Stanford, Gardner responded, quote, I don't think your idea is going to work, <laughs> end quote, explaining it was impossible to do what she was claiming could be done. So that's not just, I don't think you can do it, or that's never been done before. It's impossible. It's impossible. And from somebody who has a PhD and probably has spent a lot of years looking into this like a professor at stanford i don't know what exactly her degree is or what she studied but like ah yeah eh. you're a professor at At stanford Stanford. exactly that's arguably the most prestigious 
a university place of higher education in the world. Maybe like Pluto has something a bit better. I don't know. But Pluto's not part of our world. Fair Stan- enough. Yeah. Stanford, Harvard, MIT, Oxford. Like it's Stanford. And also it's like biotech. Like I would say that Stanford and maybe MIT are probably like the best. Yeah. It's Stanford. Just, it's Stanford. Like this man is like the probably the world renowned expert for this and she he's saying no it's impossible. No. So it's it not like impossible. he's not a dreamer or like didn't think it through or It's like, not like she was like patting her on the back and being like, Hey, like I think that's a good place to let's start. Let's this through another place. Yeah. yeah. No, it's yeah. like I was like no. It was that's not gonna happen. But like that was my but that was my point, because like shit. Yeah. <laughs> shit. Someone else who like clearly obviously knows the industry and so you still form a company that yeah. <laughs> However, on lies. Elizabeth did not relent and succeeded in getting her advisor and dean at the School of Engineering, Channing Robertson, to back her idea. You sit on the phone of lies. Robertson. What be- is that from? Oh. Mm. <laughs> Robertson became the company's first board member and introduced her to venture capitalists. This is so this is the Dina Stevens that she was like friends with, right? Yep. Okay. That's what, what the heck? You're going to you are saying the whole entire reputation online? You're saying what the heck now? You're just by the end of this you're going to be like okay. The dean of students put his whole entire reputation just on wait. Dean of students <laughs> of the engineering 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 of the engineering school. That engineering school is amazing and oh my god. I yeah. He was captivated by her. Like, this is this is going to be the repeated story that you're going to hear today. So, uh, Elizabeth, like I already said, wanted to be Steve Jobs. So, she was an admirer of uh, Apple and Steve Jobs and deliberately copied his style. You can't mm. be Steve Jobs. There's only one Steve Jobs. Even like and he's dead. Bill Gates cannot be Steve Jobs, or Steve Cook cannot be Steve Jobs. No. Like nineteen-year-old white girl from Houston, then DC can't be Steve Jobs. Yeah, either. no, I'm sorry. I just with one, one year. What is happening? <laughs> <laughs> and like computers at that time and biotech are vastly different because uh, computers at that like they literally invented the thing. That yeah. was possible. It, like, it worked. Yeah. And it worked before she, yeah. she, he dropped out. It worked before she was even a thought. Yeah. Like. Ugh. Like, like, okay, I get he it. He dropped out because it made more sense for her, I'm sorry, Steve Jobs yeah. to be out of school than in school. school. Elizabeth dropped out with an idea. Yeah. That's so that's, and her parents' money. Yeah, so that's the thing. I like backing I'm not, of St. John's is like like a hockaday. No, I know. There's it's nothing. Like, uh, one of the nicest schools in Houston, which is a very bougie city already. Yeah. So there's nothing wrong. Like exactly, there's nothing wrong with like you dropping out, but you have to have a whole pat. I like. I feel like most people who drop out of college already have like a patent or like. Or, she never gets one. No, you know, like no. It's, no, nowhere in this entire story does she get a patent. But the thing is, a patent or a design or even already have um, Microsoft. No, 
funding. No, venture capital. That's what I'm saying. Funding. Venture, well, she gets it. She, but, but no, she, she did. But she has to. Lies. Yeah. But that's the thing. She has to use someone else. The uh, the people who I mean, she has do. Parents money. No, no, no. I get what you're saying. That's what I'm, I'm yeah. trying to say. It's like all, everybody who I've ever seen who's dropped out of college already had funding. Already had an idea. Not just an idea, but a successful idea that they've piloted before even dropping even thinking about dropping out like yeah you can't just drop out <laughs> no don't drop out of college <laughs> so yeah. um don't drop out of school period well with drop out if you have to drop out if you don't like school no i'm saying don't drop out of school oh, you mean but for, at least like, like <laughs> high school because get your gd go to trade school make a bunch of fucking money that way well <laughs> i School's not for everybody. Like whenever No, I, I know, but I'm also saying like I you just need your GED at least. Okay. Yeah, I no, I mean I, I think Wait. She said I, I said agree. I agree with you. You have to I just get your GED at least, please. <laughs> so she copied his style, frequently dressing in a black turtleneck, which Steve Jobs did. During most of her public appearances, she spoke in an unusually deep baritone voice, although a former Theranos colleague later revealed that her natural voice was actually a few octaves it's higher. fake. Her fem- family fake. has maintained that her voice is authentic, but you can actually, there's video evidence of her talking. Like, you can see it. I've okay. watched it. So, it's by fake. December of... T- it's so fake. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, by I'm December of 2004, uh, she had raised $6 million to fund the firm. By the end of 2010... Theranos, Theranos had more than $92 million in venture capital. What? I'm, 2010? 2004 to 20... <laughs> so I, I'm just doing a, a basic overview right this second, but I'm going to go into more detail. About and what later. she did, what like... What the fuck? Yeah. What the fuck? How did... What the fuck? That's, that's seven years of lies. Yeah. What do and you did financial did she, lies? Did she produce anything in those seven years? No. no. What um, the fuck? So, Why would you still put money into this then? Oh. Because they lied. So in July 2011, uh, 2011, Elizabeth was introduced to former Secretary of State George Schultz. Secretary of State. Okay, so think about what no, that I is. No, I yeah. know, I know, I know the government pretty damn well. After a two-hour meeting, he joined the Theranos board of directors. No! She was recognized for forming, quote, the most illustrious board in U.S. corporate history. Yes, and, that quote, is a very illustrious board. Secretary of State on your fucking board. What the fuck? Also, that doesn't really make sense for, because, like, Can you do that in government official? I'll get into it. I'll, I'll get into it. She didn't have a single science-based person on her board. I just want to point out, also, she doesn't even have fucking... Not that a degree matters, but, like... But she has no education. She has no education in... <laughs> she has no education. Not even just, like, <gasps> knowledge, but just education. Oh, my God. We, every single person in this room, is far more educated than she was and still is. Yep. So, in 2012, Safeway... We don't have any here. Grocery stores. It's yeah, a grocery store. But grocery it's, isn't it under... I thought it was under Tom Thumb. Yeah, I it think is, so. so. It's just like regionally we don't have any. Oh, yeah. No, we don't. Um, have, but I think it's in the same... 
distribution yeah. as Tomcat. So Safeway invested $350 million into retrofitting 800 locations with clinics that would offer in-store blood tests. Can we pull up photos? No. However, after many missed deadlines and questionable results Did they from- pull the money? <laughs> so they got questionable results from a trial clinic at Safeway's corporate office. The deal was called off in 2015, but the timing, like, well, I'll get to later. You'll 2015. See. Yeah, you'll see. 2015 was like critical. They gave so, her money in 2011, though, right? 12. 12. Mm-hmm. So it took them three mm-hmm. fucking years to figure out, and that, that was she's a. Con artist. Yeah, so that was three years. They gave her the money in 2012. Yeah. If someone's lying to you and, like, you're starting up a business, you're probably not going to get your money for, like, several years. So it kind of okay. makes sense why. But if you haven't even seen but an But you haven't even seen it. Yeah, tech. like, and you still put money. No, this, you'll, oh. yeah, I'm not she, even. I think she's, like, a. She's a con artist. This is a big scam. It was scam. very, it was very deliberate, like. Sociopath and manipulated them. Yeah. Yeah. In September 2013, Theranos partnered with Walgreens to offer in-store blood tests at more than 40 locations. Walgreens announced plans to expand its, quote, wellness centers, end quote, across the U.S. Theranos blood tests were used on drug trial patients of GlaxoSmithKline and Pfizer, um, (laughs) which are huge names in the pharmacy industry. In March 2015, the Cleveland Clinic announced a partnership with Theranos to test its technology in order to decrease the cost of lab tests. So, where are the results? Yeah. So, I'm I'm just going to keep going. Theranos became the lab work provider for Pennsylvania insurers AmeriHealth, Caritas, and Capital Blue Cross in July 2015. Okay. So, she operated Theranos in stealth mode. I'm using that in quotes. Without press releases or a company website until September 2013, when the company announced a partnership with Walgreens to launch in-store blood sample collection centers. Um, This stealth mode (laughs) applied to everything. So, not only were, um, like, investors and just, like, outsiders of the company had no clue what was going on really um like even when investors would come like potential investors yeah would come in and be invited to come in oftentimes they never saw either never saw the technology and just saw like powerpoint what a <laughs> or flashy. or it was all fake to which i'll talk about or they were followed like everywhere everywhere they went so if someone had to go to the bathroom, they were followed to the bathroom. Oh, my God. Which is crazy. Also, employees were often separated from each other. So people working on different things within the company were rarely allowed to talk to one another. How big was this company? <laughs> How many people did they... I think... At, quote, quote, I don't know, like 200? I don't think it was really big. Because they had their corporate... Sorry. No, no, I get that. So I'm saying they have like, their corporate side, like people who worked in the offices, and then they have the people who I are working in the labs. Who worked at this company, like, oh my. Yeah, and then they Do had to. Even put it on they had resume? to sign NDAs. There's people. They have a hard time trying to find a job right now. They had NDAs left and right. Even if you wanted to leave or if you were fired, you had to sign NDAs saying you were not allowed to even put like on your LinkedIn page that you worked there. Oh. Even if you currently work there or had worked there, you yeah. weren't allowed to put it. So, like, 
this is what we're working with here. Um, media attention. So after the Walgreens deal was announced in... Um, is the website still up? No, but you can see screenshots of it. It's really fascinating, actually. If you read the book, they have this whole part about when they hire someone to make the website. And like the... Um, what did they use to like... Well, the language is fascinating because at one point, like their initial stuff that they have on the website talking about their tech changes Mm -hmm. from a couple months like a couple months later because they get sued anyway whatever okay it's amazing so who sues them who who (laughs) sues them security exchange commission i think later uh uh, but the investors because they're like you and also um patients eventually do (gasps) oh yeah yeah okay media so walgreens deal september 2013 that's when it's announced and that's when their website goes up um by 2014, media attention had increased. Uh, Holmes appeared on the cover of Fortune, Forbes, the New York Times Style Magazine, and Inc. Forbes recognized Holmes as the world's youngest self-made female billionaire and ranked her number 110. She wasn't self-made. Well, ranked her <laughs> number 110 on the Forbes 400 in 2014. I think they also called Kylie Jenner self-made. They so did. She's not, the... She was their number one. Hey, Forbes, can you give me your criteria for what self-made means? Also, there's a person, a billionaire in her industry that is literally like self-made, like daughter of like a single mother, like from poverty. Yeah. yeah. Can I please uh, see your criteria whatever. for what Fox self-made means? Because Steve Jobs. Perfect example of self made. Yeah. Bill Gates. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, so. can I, can I, those are the people you have done in the past, but like, holy shit. I don't know. I think I would still like include Elizabeth Holmes in self made, even though her valuation is basically based on investors and she didn't create any revenue yet. I get where you're coming from. Like, her family's rich, so she had this trust to build her. So is Bill Gates' family. What? Right. So, like, so is Mark Zuckerberg's family. No, no, for sure. I think I'm. That's why I said Steve Jobs was like a really good example. Yeah, that one's about it. Oprah's Oprah. a really good example. I was gonna say Oprah's yeah. a great example. She's a hundred percent self-made. A lot of like musicians. Anyway, okay. Yeah. So, but I mean, I guess Bill Gates wasn't a good example, but I self. But she. But I will say Mark and Bill Gates had the brain power and the education yeah. <laughs> although, to back this although up. Although Mark Zuckerberg dropped out of Harvard. Yeah. So did fine. Bill Gates. Yeah. yeah. And uh, uh, Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs. Yeah. But I'm, <laughs> but, turtleneck dude. Yeah. But I'm also, but I also want to say they also had the brain power. Yeah, they were like legit like, like, they were geniuses. Legit. So. Uh, Elizabeth Holmes, you are an idiot. Yeah. She's not, well, she's, she's not just, an idiot is the thing. Okay. So she's a con artist. She's yeah, a great con artist. I think she's just like book smart, life dumb. Yeah. So uh, she was on the Forbes 400. Theranos was valued at $9 billion with more than $400 million in venture, venture capital. And no product no. to show. By the end of 2014, her name appeared on 18 U.S. patents and 66 foreign patents. You said she didn't have patents. But it's not real. It's not real science. It's not real. Like, they were... It was all based on lies. Yeah. So you can, like, create an idea, get it patented, but then never have, like, the product. So have you ever heard of... um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know what you're talking about. We we do it... So no no one else can... Yeah. 
Yeah, no, no. I know, I know what yeah. you're talking about. So, like, she patented the ideas so that no one else can steal the ideas from her unless they pay exactly. them. Okay, cool. Got it. Okay, that's it. Um, Patent Pirates. Have you ever heard of them? I think that's the name for them. This it's basically... Her. This is her. You can... That's an iPad, right? Yeah. You can airdrop it to there if you want. Nah, I mean, I don't... I have to read off of this. Oh, okay. got it. Uh, da, 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 da. Okay. Technology, man. From... So this is when I get into a little more detail. So from its incorporation in 2003 until 2018, Holmes was the CEO. She recruited Channing Robertson, who I already talked about, and he was um, to be a technical advisor and the company's first board member. Uh, okay. Holmes's then-boyfriend, Sonny Balwani, a software engineer who Elizabeth had met during high school at the Mandarin program oh. that I talked about earlier. That's, That's so creepy. When she was in high school, they met. Yeah. Because uh, so, he's like older. How much older? Oh, well, I'll talk significantly. About it. I'll talk about it. Uh, so he was a software engineer who she met in high school, joined the company as its president and chief operating officer in 2009. In wait, wait, wait. What degrees does he have to back up being a chief op- operating officer? Software engineering. Um, I'll look him it? up. No, I. That I mean, yeah. You can be a chief operating officer with a software engineer, but I also need it. Yeah, you have to, like... Yeah, I mean, like, biomedical tech? No. Okay. Yeah. So, you're just going to see that repeated over and over again. I'm so, sorry. I just, like, the people she's putting in the place, I just... I'm questioning them because... He has an undergraduate degree from UT. That's it? And something from Berkeley. Hold on. Yeah, he went hey, Oh, he has an MBA from Berkeley. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then tried to do a graduate program at Stanford, but dropped out. So, hey, they have that in common. Um, so he's actually more educated enough to be oh, no, a he, chief operating he officer. Is educated. I don't know if I would still say, I would say, I okay, fine, like, he has the credentials. He has the yeah, he has the credentials. He has an MBA and to be in chief, but I don't think he has enough. I'd say I don't think he, that, that not about the technology that spe- experience. Yeah. Yeah. Building. He is. He has nothing to back up that position that he got. It's pure nepotism. Or okay. not nep. So over the next three Friend-tism. years. Okay, no, sorry. In July 2011, uh, that was when she met George Schultz, which I already talked about. Um, he joined the board of directors that month. Over the next three years, Schultz helped to introduce almost all the outside directors on this all-star board, uh, which included... And get ready for all these people. William Perry, who was former U.S. Secretary of Defense. Uh, Henry Kissinger, former U.S. Secretary of State, who you should all know. Uh, Sam Nunn, a former U.S. Senator. Bill Frist, a former U.S. Senator. And he was a heart transplant surgeon. So this is the closest person on their board that you'll ever hear of that has some sort of medical um, knowledge. Uh, Gary Roughhead, he was an admiral in the U.S. Navy. James Mattis, he was a general in the U.S. Marine Corps, and he was Trump's Secretary of Defense for a brief amount of time until he resigned over policy differences. Um, I say resigned. They probably fought a lot, and then... Did he get fired on the pooper? I don't think he was fired. I think he did resign. Um, Richard Kovovich, he was the former Wells Fargo chairman and CEO, 
Anne Riley Bechtel, a chairman of the board and former CEO at Bechtel Group. Um, so the board was criticized for consisting of mainly directors and diplomatic or from yeah, military background. Military people. Military That's background. so weird. Oh, it's, it's a good. It's a good strategy if you're trying to get um, one the patents to also wanting to infiltrate getting your name across the u.s government the government has one of the is one of the biggest like she was really good friends with the obama administration mostly joe biden so uh like he came and visited at their offices want to be friends with biden um but a big thing and this is something they bragged about which wasn't true but they still bragged about it anyway Mm, was mm -hmm. that they had tested their products overseas in, in the battlefield battle yeah like Ugh. and in helicopters and stuff um so med back yes that's exactly so i have a question what is a you don't you want people who have knowledge of whatever not if they're on? telling you it doesn't work and on on the board of directors so like you want people who have like you do knowledge of yeah Okay. They should have had someone from the pharmaceutical industry, which yeah. wouldn't be a competitor, but would be enough information. Yeah. Probably somebody, I don't know, a hospital? Like, yeah, I was just telling you from the, the hospital, at least. Like, use a CVS or Walgreens. If you're partnering them, you should have gotten their fucking president on your board. LOL. Their president was, like, obsessed with her. Yeah. And they had people being like, dude, no. Like, this, this She's is- 18. And, or 19. Which, I mean, and none of this... Like, we aren't seeing any of the tech, and we're hearing rumors that it's not accurate or that it's not possible. Like, yeah. Okay. So Theranos raised, and this is, I'm getting into the money. Uh, Monica will be helpful with this. So Theranos raised millions of dollars in its first years. In 2004, Theranos was based in a rented basement near the Stanford campus. By December of 2004, the company had more than $6 million from investors at a valuation of $30 million. The company had about $45 million total fundraising after Series B and Series C funding in 2006. I don't know. Do you want me to explain what those are? I mean, just basic, basic, Uh, yeah. Second round of funding. Okay, Third round of funding. I mean, most companies have that. Okay. So Theranos raised an additional $45 million in 2010 at a valuation of $1 billion. The company moved to the former headquarters of Facebook in June 2012. So this is in Palo Alto. All this stuff is taking place. Obsessed with like the tech Tech companies. Yeah. The the like, and it's wrong. Like it's the wrong thing to be obsessed with. Like maybe the biomedical field. Like maybe nudge your way into that (laughs) instead of like Facebook, Apple. Your company's not a tech company. (laughs) No. Well. I mean, it's a biotech. It's a biotech. It's definitely a big So different. And it's like, okay, yeah. Okay. The company had significant news coverage starting in September 2013, which I told you about. Um, uh, By 2014, Theranos had raised more than $400 million with an estimated value of $9 billion. In 2016, Forbes revised the estimated net worth of the company to $800 million, Taking into account the seven hundred and twenty-four million dollars of capital raised. Oh fuck! <laughs> okay. Oh well, yeah. Like... So now that you get the picture of that part of it, let's get to the folie, which is what we've been waiting for. Dude, that much money though! Like, oh my god, how? 
with no product no. like nothing nothing like and i'm going to talk about the even, product finally shortly so even i just i need to have the luxury of that, having that much money to throw out throw out <laughs> as to be a venture capitalist fine whatever but so Elizabeth was romantically involved with Ramesh Sunny Balwani, who I already talked about, and he was a Pakistani-born Silicon Valley technology entrepreneur. Um, no, interesting. I'm not. I just like okay. Huh? Nothing. Never he mind. is 19 years older than her. Huh? And when they first met, he was married to another woman. Uh. Which, you know, this, and Elizabeth was in high school. I need to reiterate that. Um, so did he cheat with a high schooler? Sonny divorced his wife in 2002. So, um. When she first went to college. Well, like the year before she went to college. And became romantically involved with her in 2003. When she's which legal. Which the same time she dropped out of college. Well, when she was illegal. Yeah. That we know of is what they're claiming, so. And the couple moved into an apartment around 2005. Although Balwani did not officially join the company until 2009 as the COO, he was advising Elizabeth behind the scenes before then. And So did he advise her to drop out of Stanford even though her professors... I don't think so. Okay. I think I, she dropped out first and then he came like, into talking. Yeah, it's, because they were he was... Yeah, like, they didn't move in together until 2005. I okay. don't know, whatever. So, um, they both ran the company jointly. So, I mean, he was the president. She was the CEO. CEO. He was the COO, but he was also the president of the company. Okay. Yeah, that's two. Yeah, they're two, they're two, they're two different, different titles. titles. Normally, they're the same person, but you can they have They can be word. different. Yeah. Okay. And also, like, they were running the company together. That That's the point I'm trying to make. So... Um, did, uh, in October of 2015, did they marry? No, 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 they're they not break together. Uh, they're not together anymore. In October 2015, John Carreyrou, who wrote Bad Blood, which I talked about the book, that's the book, okay, of the Wall Street Journal, reported that Theranos was using traditional blood testing machines to run its tests instead of the company's Edison devices. Um, which is what they call their devices, uh, at, and that the company's Edison machines might provide inaccurate results. Might. Well, this was well, the first article that came out. Theranos claimed that the allegations were, quote, factually and scientifically erroneous and grounded in baseless assertions by inexperienced and disgruntled former employees and industry incumbents, end quote. Why are they disgruntled? <laughs> okay so i'm going to talk about the tech for a second and this is just off the top of my head and it's not going to be perfect and i'll like get into a little bit more specifics in a second where i'm like actually reading it so at first when they were making the um quote edison's which is what she named them um because she was obsessed with thomas edison as well um they would so she would she, the nanotainers would get the blood and the nanotainers are these were these little tiny thingies <laughs> this is me explaining it thingy the little thingies <laughs> um which would prick your finger to up yeah, to get the blood. blood um which would then be put into the edison device 
with your blood and then you'd get a blood test. So when you go get your blood drawn, Venus, Venus, Venus draw, I think is what they're called. Like from your veins. <laughs> That's what that means. Um, You're looking at us like we know. Yeah. None, none of us are. I, I think they're called Venus draws, but it's like called that because they're from your veins. Anyway, when you go, your doctor's like, I need your blood to be tested because I need to check some shit. Uh, you go to a, either a place in your doctor's office or you go to another place aka maybe like lab core if you're like familiar with that i don't know i'm i'm really familiar with that because i have to get my blood drawn all the time me too <laughs> hey way to be anemic guys congrats hey, <laughs> um, i should be getting my blood drawn a lot i don't so hey okay anyway but Join you us. have before so you know what i'm talking about yeah, hey, hey. <laughs> so they like tie your arm up they do things with the needle all right i'm not gonna get into it because stabby stabby poke poke because i know yeah I sucky know, sucky people don't like to talk about needles um we talk about murder and beheading i'm trying to be nice okay i don't know um if you're squeamish <gasps> about that <laughs> if you're squeamish about needles maybe don't listen okay so that kind of testing um are done in a, a kind of whatever a machine and it takes time to do that because they're testing multiple things a lot of the times, and like that, they need a lot of your I was blood. Say they need a lot of. Tube. I say a lot. Whatever they need, at least a fucking tube of it. Yeah, I don't even think it's that much blood. It's it's not, but some people need like multiple tubes, tubes, which sometimes. <laughs> but like, it's not it, that it's much. not, and I think compared to maybe what technology was like before we were born several decades ago they probably needed a lot more blood yeah to test shit okay so this was what 2007 i mean yeah that's a yeah. time period i've been it? getting my blood drawn so i get it drawn like on a weekly basis now and uh it's the same amount it was 15 years ago as it has been now like, Which is, yeah. No, I, I, my point it's is... It's not that much blood. It's like... No, I know. My point is that the technology, maybe 40 years ago, they needed a lot more to test it. I don't A know. cup of water. I think they've gotten... I think they've gotten it down to whatever they need to what, To what, like, to the bare minimum exactly. amount. Which to get they all don't the want to have to take a ton of your blood because yeah. there are effects that happen if that... A lot of effects. So, um, and some people have a lot of struggle with getting their blood drawn even just the bare minimum amount okay yeah it can make you pass out so that was why she wanted to do this like a couple drops of your blood it was like all right yeah but that's is... still that's not enough Dean. and that's the biggest point because you're putting a couple drops of your blood which is what they were claiming they could do into a machine that is going to test your blood for whatever the fuck but each test is different, and that's why they take a tube. That of- is exactly the point. Mm-hmm. So, and then they have to mm-hmm. die. They have, they, blood is, when they're putting it in the tube, there's shit in there where they're diluting it with things. Yeah. And moving it around and shaking it and blah, 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 blah. It's fun. Separating the plasma. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's fun. Blah, blah. The machine does that. <laughs> you know, this, they could not, and so, again, go back to the microtech. We're working with tiny amounts so they need tiny thingies in this machine to work and it wasn't working so also uh blood drawn from the finger is bad like like diabetes 
No. It, it isn't the same that is drawn from... The veins. The veins in your arms, because for instance. Because your, your fingers don't circulate as much as your veins That, circulate. and it's like you're when you're penetrating your, your fingertips, there's like oils um, that aren't in your arm, for instance. Well, they do like, sterilize your arm before and they put like, immediately... Thick. Yeah. It's th- it's thick. There's not as much blood, yeah. and they're already not getting a lot. Okay, my point being, they like the science behind it. It's so well explained in the both the podcast and in the book. Like, go listen to it. Uh, or I listen to the book, so it's <laughs> almost like a podcast for me. But go read the book anyway. It wasn't just incapable of taking place. All right, so hashtag science. Okay, and now <laughs> I'm going to read an actual explanation of it because. It might be a little bit more um, factual based and sure. more something you'd actually. We're just talking off the cuff, like we aren't. Yeah, I was just trying to explain it. Me, layman's. It. Yeah. <laughs> so Theranos claimed to have developed devices to automate and miniaturize blood tests using microscopic blood volumes. So that is <laughs> what I just said. Theranos dubbed its blood collection vessel the Nanotainer, which I said, and its analysis machine the Edison. The technology had been criticized for not being peer-reviewed, so it wasn't peer-reviewed in any kind of scientific form. Also, they di- it wasn't uh, approved by the um, FDA, which it eventually got to the point where they were trying to get around it, but then... You can't get wa- around... Like, Walgreens, for instance, was like, uh... We need this. You can't get we around... Can't, we can't tell patients to use this if it's not FDA-approved. Okay. Uh, Theranos claimed to have data verifying the accuracy and reliability of its tests that would be published. In February 2016, Theranos announced that it would permit the Cleveland Clinic to complete a validation study of its technology. So they weren't even allowing people to, like, look at the tech, much less test it. Uh, In March 2016, so a month later... A study authored by 13 scientists appeared in the Journal of Clinical Investigation, where it stated that the company's blood test results were flagged, quote, outside the normal range, 1.6 times more often than other testing services. We're talking about healthcare. No. <laughs> like, you can't have those levels of inaccuracies when we're talking about people's livelihoods. Yeah, there's, like... Shit. This isn't a cell phone. This yeah. is people's lives. I mean, even in, in the industry I work in, like, that, like... No! You, no! Well, no, but that's also... Like, it'd be like a car. Yeah, a car. Any industry that you are putting lives at risk. Air. Yeah. Yeah. Or lives that's at why, risk. Like, like the, the airplane no, issue with Boeing right now is that's a why perfect it's grounded. example. Yeah. It's grounded and for that, a very good reason. Exactly the same issue, like, them lying about what kind of testing they were doing for that technology and how it's wrong and not proven to be safe. Anyway, okay. But yeah, I mean, like, anything where you're putting literally a person's life at risk, like, there's there's government things put in place for very specific reasons. Like, yeah, it's all red tape. It it really does suck. But, like, at the end of the day, do you rather have a safe, healthy... And they weren't concerned about that. So that was why... So they, that was why they wanted to go around the FDA approval. Uh-uh. Like, they knew their technology wasn't going to work and that it wasn't accurate. They just wanted it to be in every single hospital or Walgreens and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, but you're not worrying about the people, the people that who you're are affecting. Using yeah. It. 
potential implications. Or even your board, which so many companies are like, we only care about like pleasing the board the and board. our investors. Yeah. They didn't even care about that. They were like the level of crazy lying. Okay. What did the board look at then? Like what? nothing. How nothing? How can they have the background to look at that? It's like biotech, exactly. and then it's like oh, dude that commands armies. No, but I know I get that. But like literally, the board is supposed. Now, to... They weren't looking at anything, Isabel. Then what the fuck are you doing on I, the board? I, I know. Head okay. figures, all exactly. y'all. Exactly. Sixty-eight percent of lab measurements evaluated um, in this testing showed significant in service variability and that lipid panel test results between Theranos and other clinical services were non-equivalent. Obviously. Which that was what they were trying to do. No. Like be what people use instead of going to LabCorp. Well sorry but LabCorp and all the other places literally have it down because it's a very tested very widely used system. But they were using LabCorp's machine. No I know but that's Which is the hilarious part. Like yeah. At one point, they were they had opened a Theranos testing center in Arizona, and they were using Venus draws. And people would come in and be like, "I thought I was getting my finger pricked," and they were like, "No, we have to." You know what I'm saying? So yeah, like, no, I know. I it's, they were trying to pull the wool over people's eyes. At, like, when people bad. would insist on seeing tests, yeah, because of course that did happen. Where people Eventually. were like, "We're not going to invest in this company if you're not going to show us what." Yeah. So how your would, tech works? They would, they would take. So you're coming. I'm, I'm Elizabeth. You're, you're an investor. You're coming in, and I'm like, okay, we'll draw your blood. So we okay. draw, we draw your blood. We get a couple drops of your blood. Yeah. We use the finger. We use the finger testing. And all right, well, now I'm gonna take you to lunch, and we'll come back, and everything will be ready. While we were at lunch, they took your blood, diluted it, put it in a regular fucking machine, and then handed you a piece of paper with your test results. Here are your blood test results. With a few drops of blood, we can change the world. I think she actually said that, which was, like, beautiful. Okay. Brilliant technology. Steve Jobs. Jobs. (laughs) I need to show you, like... You have to just watch an interview okay, of her. It is the nuttiest shit. She, she actually, we're not even like exaggerating how deep she talked because her was voice was like actually this. like this. And everyone was like, wow, she's so like mature and, and I'm captivated by your voice that I'm not listening to anything I'm that you're CEO actually saying. I'm the CEO of Walgreens and wow, it's a deep voiced gal. Okay. Wow. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> All right. In August 2016, the company introduced a new robotic capillary blood testing unit called the Minilab at the 2016 annual meeting of the American Association for Clinical Chemistry, but did not present any data supporting the claimed abilities of the device. Following the Wall Street Journal story, the history of FDA interactions with Theranos was scrutinized. The FDA had received a formal inquiry to look at Theranos blood test devices by the U.S. Department of Defense in 2012 before the devices were commercially available and did not require FDA approval. FDA inspection reports from 2014 and 2015 stated that its containers for blood collection were, quote, not validated under actual or 
simulated use conditions and were not reviewed and not approved by designated individuals prior to issuance, end quote. Amazing. Okay. And yet people still bought it (laughs) and put it in the Walgreens and put it in whatever actual patients had been using this yeah 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 i remember hearing about this when it was offered in walgreens i was like wow that's a really great idea i remember hearing about this before this story dropped like where we found out that they were lying the whole time yeah i don't remember about it i really don't remember with this and i was like damn that's i just remember thinking i remember seeing her on the cover of magazines and being like glamour woman of the year yeah literally don't remember any of this well i worked in a bookstore and her face was on the cover of magazines yeah okay Okay. so by april 2016 theranos came under criminal investigation by federal prosecutors and the sec for allegedly misleading investors and government officials about its technology the case is considered extremely unusual uh, which is what a former assistant u.s attorney for the justice department said about it and i'm like that's putting it lightly so the u.s house of representatives committee on energy and commerce requested information on what theranos was doing to correct its testing inaccuracies and adherence to federal guidelines um and they requested that in june 2016 what do you do to actually run your company correctly i didn't even do that voice on purpose 2016 so she they've in since then uh because they're being charged with all this stuff and she's been deposed um like actual recorded depositions i don't think we can hear it but if you listen to the podcast they they had um access to them Mm -hmm. and they play some of them she said i don't know to everything that was asked like 197 times yeah which is like what her lawyer told her to do obviously but she did know and we know this that's been proven that she knew all along what was going on Ask me a question. Did you know that your nanotainers were not proving to be accurate testing? I don't know. Her eyes? Because <laughs> her eyes do that. Yeah, they're like, they're automatically like, Always like I think, this. Sorry, no offense, but my eyes are like the best example. Yeah, kind of, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you have green eyes. She has blue eyes. <laughs> and you're white. <laughs> I am white. <laughs> okay. My you're not just white, you're white. I'm white. All right. In March 2018, the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission, so the 2018. SEC, this is literally 2019. So, me is still going on. They haven't yeah. finished with oh, this. She, I she went her to court the, this week. Yeah. And she also went to a fitness class this morning, apparently, and that's news. It is news because people are obsessed with her. So the SEC she has charged a dog. Theranos. They charged Theranos, they charged Elizabeth Holmes and Sonny Balwani, claiming that they had engaged in an elaborate years-long fraud. Years? This is more than years. A decade. Yeah. But he wasn't, so they have to, he wasn't a part of the company until 2009. Anyway, whatever. So, uh, claiming, uh, wherein they deceived investors into believing that its key product, a portable blood analyzer, could conduct comprehensive blood tests with finger drops of blood so are they in jail what no. the hell no no okay no. but they're not done so that's why so holmes i'm getting to what what happened though so holmes re- reached a settlement with the sec which Fuck requires her to pay five hundred thousand dollars forfeit 19 million shares of company stock and be barred from having a leadership position in any public 
company for 10 years. Balwani did not settle with the SEC. So I, think I think that isn't even like a long enough time for her. No. Yeah. Like she should never be she allowed should to never lead be a leader. Uh, and she should never be allowed to lead a private company ever again. No, well, either, they're whatever. not done with what could happen to her. So I'm going to keep going. On June 15, 2018. So literally last year, like this time last year. Oh, my God. Holmes and Balwani were indicted on multiple counts of wire fraud and conspiracy to commit wire fraud. According to the indictment, investors and doctors and patients were defrauded. It is alleged the defendants were aware of the unreliability and inaccuracy of their products, but concealed that information. If convicted, they each face a maximum fine of $250,000 and 20 years in prison. The case the max 20 years? Well, that's a long time. Murderers don't even get 20. I still don't think it's... <laughs> yeah, I know. I, mean, I know. By... You know, we know, I know. Okay. The case has been assigned to Lucy Co... To the guillotine! <laughs> the case has been assigned to Lucy Co, the U.S. District Judge of the U.S. District Court for the Northern District of California. Say district one more time. Okay, but now... Okay, sorry. Here's a district. Picture. Here's a picture of her next to one of the Edisons. So, that, like, that's this little box thing. That's too small to do shit. <laughs> and that's Sunny. Huh. And... Sorry, this was a cover of, like, someone made art for the Filet de episode of cool. The X-Files. And it's, like, Is that me. Wait, no, oh. sorry. Dumb question. Is that a bug? You have to watch the episode... <laughs> Find out. So it is anyway, bug. I'm, we'll put that with all the okay. other pictures. But so now I'm just gonna, yeah. So now I'm just gonna spitball where I'm getting the filet de stuff from yeah. because now I'm done with reading off of my shit. So to explain, like when people worked at this company, and obviously they're they're working with this technology, and they're like, it's not fucking working. Like the actual scientists working in these labs were like, no. Like nothing's working. Yeah, shit's breaking. Our tests aren't accurate. Whatever, whatever. Like so many things went wrong. And they'd go to Sunny and Elizabeth and be like, "Hey, like," and show them everything and be like, mm, "It's not working." Yeah. Their responses would be, "So you're not a team player," or because they never flat out were like. We're gonna lie about this. They never said those things out loud. It was just like, "Well, you're fired now." Yeah. Oh my god. So, yeah, like that attitude was how things worked, and they had such a huge turnaround for people working there. It was ridiculous. Um, and so, two former employees, one of which was George Schultz, who I talked about, grandson. He worked there. Oh. He was one of the whistleblowers. Oh, good. That worked yeah. with John Kerry Rue. And he's really cute, by the way. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Um, and the other one was Erica Chung. Um, they were both, like, they're maybe, like, young. 10 years-ish older than us. So yeah. Or maybe less than that. I don't know. They're they're pretty young. Wasn't George Schultz, like, straight out of college? Like, it was, like, his internship? His, his name's not George. Sorry. The Tyler. Grandson. Tyler Schultz. That's yes. the name. George Schultz's grandpa, who's like 90. The former uh, district. <laughs> you yeah. Straight out of college, amazing. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, he was straight out of college. Like, he wanted to work for her because his grandpa was part of her board. And yeah. she came to, like, their family dinners and shit. Oh, he looks cute. like Aaron Samuels from... What? No. Mean Girls. Also, no. Aaron Samuels he's is not a nice actor. No, I know. We talked about this. No, he's cute. He's cuter Aaron than... Samuels is what? Nothing. Which not is nice. He's not? That's what, that's what Isabel said. Anyway, he's so cute. Anyway. um, So, like... They knew that their technology wasn't working. We've already said that. But it was like the weird environment that this company, like their the attitudes of this company, their attitudes the cult, culture. Like, that was cultivated. And it was like fear yep. and um, like that, uh, what did I call it? Um, fear mongering? No, yes, but um, the like we're not telling anybody about what's going on here yeah. attitude oh um stealth mode yes so that facilitated like being able to hide the fact that their technology wasn't working yeah and it's like both of them they were dating they were running this company together and it's and you're like, not allowed to do that no. no and they lied to the board they said they weren't dating so they said they weren't in a relationship and they were the like living said. together the yeah. whole time and everyone knew that they were dating too um, I don't know about the board, but like the employees there, they would leave together. They would come together. They, yeah, you know, whatever. What? They all they their offices were in, right next to each other. They were always talking to one another. <laughs> vagina. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Illuminati. <laughs> Illuminati. Vagina. Okay. Illuminati. Okay. Vagina. Okay. Okay. All women are in the Illuminati. <laughs> all women are women are, are in the, the Illuminati. Illuminati. Anyway. So, obviously, that kind of, like, folie a deux, shared madness thing, it's, like... They fed off of each other. Yeah, and, I mean, if you're both, like, running this successful company, because it was successful... It was. <laughs> uh, and you're, like, we're doing the right thing, right? Yeah, we're doing the right thing. Yeah, I mean, it, so it became that to where it was, like... They lied so much that it became the truth for them. Yeah. Which could be a psychosis of some sort. And it's just like constant back and forth, like parroting each other. Exactly. And like what I just said, like, we're doing the right thing. Like, we just need to keep doing what we're doing. Everything's going to be all right. So, who do you think the primary? Oh, I could. That's what I'm saying. I don't. I have no idea. I think it's Elizabeth. Do you? He's he was so his reputation at the company was like he the was the awful. mean one. Yeah, he was scary mean. He was the one that would often like fire people, and she was the one that was sort of like. I mean, she was in the back, not in the background. I shouldn't say. Did that. she like never talk to anyone or something like she that? She talked to people. She but like sent him out like his, exactly. her like um, rabid pit bull to like that's exactly a, attack it. dog. And I mean, if people came to her first. She Sorry, would pitfalls. still do the sort of like, well, are you really a team player? Are you really a team player if you're complaining like this? Do you not believe in the greater good of Theranos? We're trying to change the world. Here. What about Thanos? <laughs> anyway, so ultimately that's my point and my case is done. So, okay, like... Monica just Monica. got like so hyper all <laughs> When I was listening to the podcast, it was, like, fascinating because, like, oh, when they would talk about her, they would say, 
I gotta mention the podcast name. Yeah, sorry. Real quick, go listen to the podcast. Um, it's by ABC Nightly News. It's called The Dropout. The Dropout. Um, it's amazing. There's only like six episodes. I think I've talked about it before. It, they're they're not long episodes either. I need they're more. all under one hour. I know they're all under one hour. I like have a feeling they'll come back and talk about more stuff if she gets like charged. Like for I mean, I she can't wait. Charged, when she gets like, charged. I mean, I know. Yeah, when the trial. Yes, exactly. Um. I want to be a lawyer so badly. If they go to trial, because she could end up fighting it. Anyway. Or not fighting it. That's what I meant. <laughs> like, um, admitting. Guilt. If, if, I mean, because seriously. Mediating. They would never, arbitrating. They would never find her not guilty. Anyway, also, the documentary that I talked about earlier, it's by HBO. You'd be surprised. Like, HBO did it. It's very, very good. Um, I can't remember the name of it. I should have written it down. But it came out like two months ago. Um, Monica's looking it up for me. It's very, very good. It's like an hour and a half, obviously, because it's just like a movie documentary. Um, the Inventor? Yes. Out for Blood in Silicon Valley, which yeah. is... <laughs> I love the puns that people are making about this. Um, blood. One of her... When she was on the cover and it was like a positive article about her, I think it was Forbes. And it was like, this CEO's out for blood. Like, was the cover of a magazine. Anyway, whatever. Um, the uh, documentary, you actually hear, like, from legit people who work there. You hear from Tyler and Erica. They worked with the director to make the movie. So Tyler and Erica, again, were the whistleblowers. Um, I didn't talk about it, but there's... Let me just... I'm so sorry. Just this really quick story. Um, they do talk about it on the dropout and in the movie and in the book. But there was a scientist that worked there his name was ian gibbons um he was actually like he had been a really big part of the company like and if you looked at the patents his name was like on them as far as like the actual science behind it he was a big part of what was going on and um several years into this company when obviously problems were becoming more and more relevant um and he would go to sunny he really didn't like sunny but he would go to sunny and um i almost said isabel you're not elizabeth uh very he he would go to very different and elizabeth with these problems and be told everything that i already talked about he was so upset about this and he committed suicide (gasps) yeah yeah and he was older he was like 50s? 70s? 60s? No. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. I think he was much older. And, like, because his wife would just be like, just leave. Like, you don't have to work there anymore. We're fine. Like, you can retire. And he he was like, this is my life. You know, like, I, I worked so hard at yeah. this. Anyway. And, like, the reaction from the company was nothing. <gasps> yeah. They did nothing. Actually, they were like, we need his laptop. Yeah. So, rest in peace, Ian. One of the people who were was a victim of this stupid fucking company like i think that should be brought up and all that shit because like you're hurting people real people and don't care okay okay we'll talk about the podcast uh so the podcast like they kept on talking about how like captivated they were by people and what one of my first thoughts was like wow this woman must be beautiful i looked up she's not um she's all right yeah, we talked about this. I last think she's episode. perfectly. Average. Was it recorded or after the no, show? We recorded it. We recorded okay, it, yeah, yeah, she's perfectly average. Uh, 
Um, what about all the people that got like, you don't have cancer, and they do have cancer, and then or it's the like opposite. stage four, like pancreas, or the opposite. Yeah, like the, um, yeah. There was something with diabetes in one of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He thought he was diagnosed with diabetes. Oh my god. And it ended up not being true, but he freaked out. So, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Pro. Okay. Your turn. Your turn. Um, okay, so June Allison and Jennifer Lorraine Gibbons were born in the, oh, Aiden in, fuck, in Barbados. And on April 11th, 1963, June arrived first at 8 a.m. Jennifer arrived 10 minutes later. Their parents were Aubrey and Gloria. They that's, were, that's pretty fast for twins. Yeah. Doesn't it take, like, hours? I don't know how fast you, like, pump them out. Um, So, their parents were from Barbados. Their dad, Aubrey, like, what's Aubrey? Drake. Drake. Yeah, what's it? <laughs> Aubrey Graham. Aubrey Graham. Uh, was an Anglophile, and he was just, like, absolutely loved, in love with England and, like, dreamed of being, like, a proper, like, Englishman English with, like, a pocket watch and everything. Oh. And... His, like, dream was to, like, move there and, like, bring his family there. So he eventually was like, you know what? I'm going to do it, move there, and then eventually, like, brought his family over. Um, So, as you can see from the photos, they're black. Mm-hmm. Um, they're from the islands, and they moved to the UK. And they moved to... Uh, area of england that wasn't particularly particularly diverse okay um there was just because so side bar to before we dive all into this but like i'm a history nut and more and in addition to that i am an accent nut (laughs) so yeah okay I'll geek out. Okay, so the Gibbons family was a part of this, like, post-war migratory movement um, from the West Indies, which is, like, the Caribbean area, commonly known as the Windrush Generation. So a lot of people ended up moving there. Um, I'm trying to think of, I think Tiny Tempa is a descendant of that movement, and is Rita Ora British? I could be wrong about her. Rita Rita Ora? Yes. Yeah. I think think she might be a descendant of that movement as well um so basically like the ship carried a large number of black island dwellers to the mother country and they were like finally we're like we're moving back to like what they thought and they were like so stoked about like being near the queen and like playing cricket and then they were just like hit with this like big ass wave of racism like the reality the real reality. yeah exactly yeah it's like like when people were moving from europe to america and they're like i'm so stoked for the opportunity of the new world and it's like guess what like irish do not apply you know um so they tried to adapt to a culture that found them ugly or at least at minimum irritating in their differences their strange accents their dark skin and their oddly textured hair oh uh thank you to the new yorker Harper's Bazaar, NPR, my favorite source, Wikipedia, and the BBC documentary called this. Well, I won't tell you what it's called because it, yeah. So uh, they, <laughs> it's a, what's the word? Spoofer? Spoiler, Spoiler alert. What's a spoof? Spoofer? Spoof? 
spoofer. It's a, a spinoff or a Spo- joke? no? It's definitely spoiler. I just don't. Yeah, spoof is like when you do a secondary like thing faking, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, saying, a spinoff or a, or um. But spoof is like a funny version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, parody. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Parody. It's a parody. Um. So they had a older sister, and then they had a younger sister named Rosie, who was four years younger than them. Lots of girls. Yeah, lots of girls. Lots of babies. Lots, of, lots of babies. I'm not even gonna try the accent. And when they were toddlers, they would barely speak. Three or four words at most, like a day. The twins. The right? twins yeah. would barely speak. And by the time that they started school, it was obvious that they had a speech problem, which uh, is actually really common in children. Yes, it um, is. And there's ways around it. Well, different sort of thing. And I'm not going to call her out. Well, speech impediment is different yeah. speaking. But also, like, uh, I have a friend that studied speech pathology, I think is what it's called. And it's like, you can help people with speech impediments, but also you can help... Like, if a toddler doesn't speak, that is something you really have to figure out. Yeah. Um, and, like, maybe it's, like, the shape of the mouth. Maybe it's what they're hearing. Maybe it's just, sh- like, it could just be shyness and you have to get them to get out of that. But it's also Autism. more than that. Yeah, exactly. Like, they're, they try to find the issues behind it. Um, so, when the twins were eight years old, they moved to an area in Devon. And at this new school, because they hadn't grown up with these kids. No, you know what? It's not a fucking excuse. They were bullied mercilessly about their skin color and how quiet they were. They were actually, and this is when they completely stopped talking to anyone else. Uh, And they were the only black family at that whole school. And um, they made a pact to never speak to anyone else. They made, this is when they made a pact to never speak to anyone else and they only spoke to each other in their shared bedroom. Like, their mom does not interview a lot, but when they asked her about it, she said, um, like, I would overhear, like, my daughter's talking in the bedroom all night, which is, like, roomies do that in general but like if you like have a kid that doesn't talk and then all of a sudden it's you like, hear them talk yeah just so strange in a way you could be like relieved like okay yeah they're capable exactly. of talking they, they're yeah. capable yeah but on the other hand it's like why are i mean why are you talking to anyone else i get why they're not talking to anybody else like that I trauma want to talk to anyone yeah that yeah. trauma is horrible and it's trauma yeah it's, it's, it's really trauma. it is trauma so Anyway, but that's yeah. where I would assume therapy could help. But we're, this is the 1960s. Like, yeah. yeah. I mean, I know, 70s. but I'm just saying, like, yeah, that's no. Today. Today. Yes. So, in 1974, when the girls were 11, they moved to a new town called Haverford West. This particular community was actually known to be incredibly racist. So, like, moreover than just that other place they moved to, this one's known for being real fucking bad, basically. And once again, they were the only black students. And this time, the bullying was so bad that the school administration dismissed them five minutes earlier to give them a head start on their walk homes just so they wouldn't be attacked on their way home. Are you freaking kidding me? 11 years old. Poor sweet babies. Um, okay, so 
there was a doctor that came to the school to give vaccines to the children. Yeah. And um, basically, like, when he was, like, giving the girls, like, the vaccine, which... Vaccine your children if we have any mothers out here. Vaccinate And if you're anti-vax, like, don't listen to us because I will, like, bitch about you. you. Yeah, we all talk about that. So dumb. Um, so... Basically, they acted, like, so weird. Like, he, like... They were, like, catatonic when they got their vaccines uh, done and didn't talk at all. And he just thought it was, like, so weird and, um... He told the administration to tell the parents that they needed to see a psychiatrist and referred them to one, and his name was Evan Davies. So, Evan Davies, oops, (laughs) Evan Davies uh, tried to engage them, and they wouldn't talk to him. And what he eventually said was, treatment under these circumstances presents a considerable challenge, which I am reluctant to accept. He then referred the girls to Anne Treharn, the chief speech therapist at Haverford West's Withy Bush uh, Hospital. Do you need to check that? Go ahead. You can keep going. So they started treatment with her in 1997 with a Cheech. Cheech? <laughs> Cheech with Cheech and Jong. Ain't that wild? He gave them some weed and they were all fine. <laughs> uh, LOL. <laughs> no, sorry. Chief speech therapist. And. Um, they almost like never spoke to her or to each other in front of her, but they did agree to be, uh, to read aloud on tape after she had left the room. So it's like she was working with her, which is good. Yeah. And when she was listening to the tapes, she discovered that they're, oh, they spoke to each other in a secret language. I think I forgot to mention that. That's my favorite part of the story. Or what they called a secret language because Treharn eventually discovered it's a mixture of Barbadian slang and English spoken super quickly. So basically, um... So it'd be like, hi, you know, whatever, like... It's just like... (laughs) super fast hi i'm talking like this and i really like you and it's but then you just like put a bunch of different little slang in there yeah and um oh yeah so the girls had a west indian the west indies yeah accent that was hampered by palatal fricatives which is like with the s sound would say the sh uh so it's like i have a shriek at i don't know i I'm not you even have a pretend. what? A shriek. Right. Oh. I was, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to shit right here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, and, like, <laughs> the teachers. Oh, sorry. A report sent to um, the school said that the girl's speech couldn't be understood because it was some sort of African dialect. And it's like, You're not on. even from Africa. Exactly. Like, it's just another... The, all this says is about the prejudice surrounding this and not about, like, them taking the time to understand the background of someone. Exactly. I was going to say, or actually helping, like, yeah, understanding when you be and like, learning. These and children are, we're in school, like, we're trying to help them learn. <laughs> Instead of being like, well, we can't help them. Yeah. Yeah, or even just, like. Or we can't understand them. We're not even going to Honestly, bother. I'm happy to say, though, that a lot of schools now offer speech um, yeah. pathology 
within schooling. So that's like amazing because a lot of people do have speech impediments going into school or they do or they sometimes are shy or don't want to speak in front of other people and that's why the speech pathologist at the school helps them Mm -hmm. um another thing that treehern said was it looked like or she sensed that june wanted to speak to her and she was stopped by eye signals by Jess, Jessifer, Jennifer, 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 <laughs> Lucifer, Lucifer, <laughs> uh, the horse. Oh, Lucifer. I. One of my coworkers is from Denver, and I was like, "What the fuck is up with there?" I'm going there soon. <laughs> so excited to take pictures. Uh, they. So when she was in the room, Treehern said that. Why are you singing? <laughs> the hills are alive with twins that don't talk. I was gonna say with the sounds of Fall Out Boy. I don't care to speak. Okay. <laughs> the the other thing that she said was like, okay, so she, Jennifer is sending eye signals to June that doesn't really want to talk, and this is all, like, whatever this, like, speech therapist perception Perceives, are. yeah. Um, and she said that Jennifer sat there with an expressionless gaze, but I felt her power. Interesting. Creepy. And, oh, one of dun, the dun, really dun. common descriptions of these two twins is that they felt like dolls. Oh. Like they basically like were like nothing behind them afterwards. Dead and eyes. Thank you. Yeah. Michael dead eyes. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> the next time I meet someone with dead eyes, I'm gonna be like, "Do you have a layer de? <laughs> Where's you- your de? <laughs> <laughs> Who's the person closest to you in your life?" So, um, eventually, they get transferred to Eastgate Center for Special Education, which, like, I don't think that was the right move for them i don't think so either uh, there's a because, lot like, of really wrong moves for them because like it wasn't it wasn't their it, they're intelligent knowledge. yeah exactly and they're quite intelligent which we'll get into in a little bit but um yeah exactly it's not that and like i don't know if the special education department had like speech people but it's not they didn't speak because they were unintelligent yeah, yeah. exactly it's like yeah whatever um Sometimes people think in a meeting the person that's talking the most is the most intelligent person in the room. That's absolutely almost never true. Exactly. Um, So Aubrey and Gloria, the parents, didn't want to interfere with the decisions that were made for their daughters because they felt that they had they trusted the British authorities and they were like these people know more. No, which kind of makes sense. Like if you think about it, like they're educators they're therapists they're speech therapists and, oh, they should know ideally better. ideally yes but like but also no. yeah you should your just parent, be able to look at what yeah, is happening saying, to your kids already and be like all right this isn't working but not even that but you're a parent so you should definitely get a little bit more interest into i mean yeah you have four well, four girls so um, a lot of them but the other thing it's not it's not interest um aubrey told them we were never consulted at any time well there you that's go. the thing that's and the thing that was saying like you have to get you should be consulted at least 
Um, he said, at no point were we ever called and said, these children are not doing as well as they should. And before we knew it, they were in Eastgate and we just had to toe the line. And I'm sure like being like the only black family, like probably made them feel like a little bit like ostracized or like powerless. Yeah. Because it can make you feel that way that it, um, had that impact. Right. Okay. So eventually, um, someone decides that. You know what will be a good idea? These twins will only talk to each other. Let's split them up. <laughs> they take... Jennifer stays at Eastgate, the, spe, the sped school. Um, June is sent to St. David's Adolescence Unit, where Evan Davies, the original psychologist, is. Okay? They did this to try and get the twins to establish a separate personality. Fair enough, That's, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, within moments... They were screaming, or being told of this, they were screaming, hitting each other. They dug their nails into each other's cheeks. June pulled a chunk of Jennifer's (gasps) hair out. They chased each other out of his office, (gasps) shrieking, and they had to be, like, physically, like, kept apart from each other. Oh, my God. I'm done. (laughs) Um, They... Eventually, like, after they left, they, like, called Thomas's office and they called other people at Eastgate saying we'll talk if you just let us stay together which is like really interesting I think um and then at St. David's June fell into such a despair that she almost she almost stopped moving entirely oh my god um it took two people to get her out of bed and then all they could do was prop her up against a wall. Her body was as stiff and heavy as a corpse, and she would just, like, stare straight ahead. It was, like, literally, like, a doll. Except planking. It was, like, very strange. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Planking was, like, the dumbest movement. I, like, don't even... I, like... Even while it was happening, I was, like... Or, like, eagling. Do y'all remember that one? No. It was so dumb. What, with your arms out? Like, planking with your know. arms out? I don't know. It was, out? like... Oh. <laughs> I don't understand well, it. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> so I mean, people would like plank on top of moving cars. Yeah, it was like what Just are you dumb? Doing? What's don't the do purpose that. of this? Yeah. Like, oh, uh, so June told one of the people uh, we used to say to each other, "Give me back to myself. If you could give me back to myself, I'll give you back to yourself." Like they had like this crazy connection yeah where it was like so intertwined like they um like how do i explain it uh they eventually start like writing and they start writing like you are me i am you (laughs) like all this wild shit and i'll get into it more but um, twins are like multiples are interesting like that connection is very interesting mark and i talked about this like how much we were talking about this case and we were like (laughs) (laughs) Um, oh my god yeah there's like later on uh they get sent to somewhere else and and uh like people would walk into like a nurse would walk into one room and june would be sitting in the same catatonic position and then like walk into the next room they're separated like, other side of the building or something. And she's... Jennifer is sitting in the same position, staring at a wall. Creepy, right? Twins. Ugh. Heebie-jeebies. This is, like... I love this. He, heebie-jeebies. Beebie-heebie-jeebies. Um, so, at 16, they were, like, done with school for some reason. 
And isn't that uh, when you take your A levels and then you start going to? Uh, I'm talking about British schooling. They did British shit. Well, I think you take your A levels. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, that's when you start to... doing your trade. Whatever. Anyway. And at this point, they um, only talk to Rosie and each other and no one else. Like, not even their parents. Rosie, their older sister or younger? Baby sister. Baby, okay. The one that's four years younger than them. They no longer came down for meals. Oh! Um, And if they wanted to say anything to their parents, they would, like, write out, like, I'll take the fish. I don't know. Like, what they would say, but, like, put it on. I'll take the fish. (laughs) Chicken or fish? I say that a lot to my Chicken or fish? (laughs) Um, so in 1979 for Christmas, their mom gave them each a red leather bound diary with a lock and they began to take a detailed account of their lives as part of a new program of self-improvement. Um, they pulled together their money to enroll in a creative writing correspondence, which like writing correspondence or so I feel like 70s and 80s um, they registered it as one person student number 8201 and uh, they like their dream was to become a famous author um, and they wrote like amazing sounding stories there's one called like the Puglius and they were dark stories do not get me wrong but one of them was like student like, one of them wrote a novel, and it was called, like, Pepsi-Cola or something like that. Coca-Cola. Um, and it was, like, a student falls in love with teacher mayhem and ensues. And then there's, like, other stuff that's, like, dark, and I didn't feel like mentioning it. Um, so, they, later on, they were, like, they came to the joint decision that they wanted, like, a man in their life. <laughs> Um, and they, this like warms my heart, kind of, uh, it gets bad, but it's like, they tracked down the one boy that protected them from bullying in school and they like tracked him. He had like moved and they like, eventually it took him a while to like find him. And the guy had brothers and his name was Lance Kennedy and he was American. And, um, basically like they would just like, he had a couple of brothers uh, they would get drunk and, like, smoke cigarettes and, like, actually talk to them. Oh. And they, like, some people call it dating, but, like, the way it was basically, like, they hanging out. out. I don't the, the These guys didn't treat them well. It oh, was, okay. like, I, mean. um, I think the New Yorker described it, like, at minimum, they treated them, like, Dogs, and not like in the American sense of how we treat pets, but like the animal that lives near you, you feed it and it sleeps outside, sort of situation. Like, I think they said they even at one point like threw food at them, like to catch in their mouths and eat. Um, but they also like had sex for the first time on the same day and like all of this other stuff, and it was just like very interesting. Um, through that, what. And then eventually they, like, divulge into their life of crime, uh, including stealing bicycles. Monica, you missed Isabel's face. It was the greatest. She was what? like, crime. Uh, crime. <laughs> That's a turn. Is it? Uh, <laughs> first, the we are a crime cigarette. podcast. 
<laughs> they wouldn't be talking about like these people like and this. Yeah, we are not just true crime though. No, like no. we talked about like Beyonce and she's like That was a conspiracy theory, it, homie. And no, what I, what I was trying to say was we like Folie de like as a psychotic crimes and mobbed usually. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like we wouldn't even hear about it if it wasn't like fuck fuckity. Yeah. Fuckity. <laughs> That's a good way of putting it. So they start stealing bicycles, glue, ringing people's doorbells incessantly. Then they eventually escalated, graduated to smashing windows, stealing books, drawing graffitis, breaking into schools, arson. And um, they were sent to jail. They were in a cell together. And this is like basically one of the therapists was like, this is literally the worst thing you ever want to do if you are trying to like help them because you took them from them being in a room together at their home causing mayhem to and like having issues to them being in a room together. Yeah. Like you haven't changed anything in their environment. They're still going to be who they are. now it's prison. Yeah. And they like still they when they were together, they wanted to kill each other. And when they were apart, they were so lonely, it was unbearable. Like, catatonic state. It's not like, oh, I miss you, it's unbearable. It's like, no. literally, like, they couldn't bear it. Like, it, it impacted them. Yeah. Wow. Um, they had this strange, unhealthy, codependent relationship. They couldn't exist apart, but they couldn't be together, right? They entered the famous mental institution in England called Broadmoor. Which I wish I wrote down the list of all the other, like, people that... But there was, like, a mobster that was sent there, but then, like, a bunch of... It's, like... I'll find it, please. Thank you. Um, and, like, to send them to a mental institution I don't think was a good idea either. No. Um, there... <gasps> I started okay, so I'm typing it into Google and I mistyped it. <laughs> I am I'm like I'm typing in like criminals who have been in Broadmoor is what I was trying to write and I like started typing a V instead of what I was trying v? to say and it was like criminals who have been vegetarians. <laughs> but I was like, no. I wanna know that. Okay, well later. I'll I'll come back to that. That could be our closer. <laughs> um so someone while they were there diagnosed the twins as having a psychopathic personality disorder and proposed uh, oh this is a maximum security hospital for the criminally insane mm. that's like people that like eat people mm. yeah like the dude from Hannibal Lecter love him fava oh. beans and liver um a nice Chianti is that where that's from yeah Alexander does that to me all the time. Okay, whatever. Right. Cut back in. Notable to... patients. Okay, hold on. Um, no other, and they did this because no other institution wanted, was willing to take patients with a history of arson, which, like, fair enough. <laughs> and um, days after the twins arrived at the hospital, June slipped into a torpor, which is basically like a catatonic state. Oh, like, really okay. bad. Um, and a few weeks later, she attempted suicide. <gasps> Jennifer attacked a nurse. They were put into separate wards and then were denied access to each other. Um, they, doctors and social workers reviewed the case every single year and 
decided that they needed another year or two. Um, they went into this in Broadmoor when they were 19 years old. Emily has pulled up the list of the famous. Well, so like it like it. I mean, it has all the notable patients. So you can like go on the Wikipedia and stuff. And I mean, just to give you an idea, like a lot of them are like serial killer, gangster, serial killer, murderer, serial killer, like attempted assassin, you know, whatever. And then it. Um, but Peter Sutcliffe was sent there and he was the Yorkshire Ripper. Um, not like Jack the Ripper, different, but Yorkshire Ripper. Yeah, yeah. He was um, a whore, like one of the worst serial killers I can think of, like as far as his MO, but also for the amount of time that he was out uh, there. Out there. Uh, yeah, and like hadn't been caught. Oof. Case File did an amazing, like, I think it's two episodes about him um they're they're like one of my favorite uh uh case file episodes but like i didn't i mean he was he was um oh sorry he was um found to be like criminally no was what i thought like i thought he stood sound oh but he was in here so i don't know Keep going. So the doctors and social workers reviewed their case every single year and decided that they needed another year or two. June said, juvenile delinquents get two years in prison. We got 12 years of hell because we didn't want to speak. We had to work hard to get out. We went to the doctor. We said, look, you wanted us to talk and we're talking now. And the doctors would say, you're not getting out. You're going to spend 30 years here. What? We lost hope. They wrote a letter to the Home Office, which is, like, a government entity. Um, They wrote a letter to the Queen asking us to get pardoned, to get us out, but they were trapped. And also, other things that happened to them, which is, like, one of the things that I don't know if I necessarily believe in, in um, medical, what are they called, mental institutions, is that they, like, gave them really heavy doses of antipsychotic medication. I'm sure they did. And they, like, they already were in Canada catatonic i guess i'm like midwest now catatonic states and like they basically like would sit 24 hours staring at a wall because it's like their mind their vision was fuzzy because of the medication that they put them on and it's not like that i, I guess mean they giving kind of, any kind of medicine to somebody who doesn't, doesn't need, need it, it is yeah. Yeah. for you so um, i can't even imagine like antipsychotics so so journalist marjorie wallace eventually started like visiting them and um she wrote an extensive biography on the girls i think it's called like the silent twins and that's what that's what they're like known as well yeah. like okay anyway. like if you type in silent twins it's like ah, did you mean gibbons wait yep. sorry that's a type of monkey uh june and jennifer gibbons they're really cute i know i, I mean i love all monkeys so like any you show me a monkey Bonobo. and i'm like oh my god spider okay She's just naming monkeys. I know she is. Let's howler. Yep. Arctic snow. What are what's the one um IKEA that was on Madagascar in Madagascar? Lemur? Yes. Not a monkey. <laughs> we'll look it up later. Awkward. Okay. I don't know. I love lemurs. It doesn't matter. Are lemurs monkeys? It's not speaking. Here's what I got. 
Lemurs are primates. So That's yeah. A fucking yeah. monkey. That's okay. A monkey. <laughs> ha! You win. No, monkeys are primates. Yeah. Monkeys are primates. Lemurs are primates, but not all monkeys, monkeys are Not primates. all primates I thought are you monkeys. were going to say not all monkeys are lemurs. <laughs> not all <laughs> monkeys. Ergo. <laughs> lemurs are not monkeys. Fine. Look at this spell. Look at this. Um, logic. Logic. King. Yeah. Um, okay, so <laughs> this journalist, she spent years, like, studying them, talking to them, etc. right? Uh, she eventually, like, they considered her a friend. It was, like, the only person from the outside world that would talk to them. And then Jennifer said, I'm going to have to die. And she's like, why? You're not sick. You're young. Like, you're in good health. She's like, because we decided. Creepy, right? And uh, (laughs) it would not be enough to live separately. They would always possess one another. One of them had to die. So the other could live another a normal life, and according to Wallace, the girls had a long-standing agreement that if one of them died, the other must begin to speak and have a normal life. What? During their stay at the hospital, they began to believe that it was necessary for one of them to die, and after much discussion, Jennifer agreed to make the sacrifice for her life. There's debate if it was discussion or like fucking fights, like brawls. And um, in what? March 1993, the twins were eventually transferred from Broadmoor to Caswell Clinic in Wales. And um, <laughs> they were, like, in the car, and Jennifer, right, like, l- like, leans on her sister to take a nap while they're on their way there. They land there, or whatever, d- land. <laughs> the car arrives. Yeah. And she's dead. What? Yeah. And uh, they couldn't wake her up. I've been waiting for this part the whole time. They took her to the hospital, and they said that she died of a acute myocarditis, which is the sudden inflammation of the heart. There is no evidence of drug, poison in her system, and her death remains a mystery to this day. And, like, they can't find a reason. It's basically like, we decided I'm going to die. You know? (laughs) So, um... And they were 30 years old, young, no. 30 years old when they were released from Broadmoor. And, um, they were like the clinic that they were going to be sent to was a minimum security institution. And this was less than 12 hours after like oh my. being set out and, um, June, her reaction eventually out of she got, like, over the shock was, like, three days later. She said, I'm free at last. Liberated. Jennifer has given up her life for me. She lives a normal life. She talks all the time. She still has a touch of a West Indies accent. And, like, is fine. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, like, nuts, staring at right? Isabel. Like, like, I think it's, like, half spoopy, half, like, nino, nino, nino. And then there's, like, other, like... Um, one of the sisters thinks it's like all of the drugs that they were given at Broadmoor weakened her heart. The parents were like, we're not, we're not going to sue because it's not going to bring her back. Other of them think it's like some weird, like, oh, they killed each other or something like that. No, I just think it's like, I love how freaky this is. I mean, it's cool. Yeah. Yeah, So I'm done. Isn't that amazing? No. (laughs) (laughs) No. 
I love how her like sketchy eyes. It's like do I'm you have scheming. a picture of June when she's an adult. Yeah, uh, I think I do. Broadmoor. I don't. I do. This is them with Marie Wallace. Oh, they're so pretty. Um, oh, and I can pull up a photo. There's like YouTube videos of her yeah. like interviewing. Yeah, because they like, like eventually do a like documentary on them. I mean, that was the that was the path. So of course she. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <sighs> yeah, I love that story. Finito. I don't like that story. Ooh. Thoughts, Isabel? Uh, I'm telling you, multiples are an interesting. Like, I just think they're an interesting bunch. Freaky. And not a you know, it, and you were talking about way earlier in the beginning about like Bonnie and Clyde. It's interesting because we can look at especially couple killers, um, and like be like, are they just like-minded individuals, psychopaths? Yeah. That happened to find one another and were both capable of murdering, for instance, long before they ever met. Mm-hmm. Or... Did they play off of one another? Yeah. Or is it this weird shared psychosis? I don't think Bonnie and Clyde were fully... I don't either. Duh. No, I don't either. I don't either. They they were wackadoodle, so... <laughs> you didn't like that. <laughs> well... Uh, oh, man. I... Good. I had a, a quick, a quick, like, ending. Go. We should have done this for our college-themed episode, and I don't know why we didn't. But no. what is, if you had could have gone to any college, and it didn't matter, like, how much money it cost, what you majored in, like, your dream. Getting in? <laughs> yeah, that. Like, any, what, like, any college. Any, any, any college. What school? That's a hard. I, I know what That's so is. hard. Do you want to go first? Because yeah. I, I, well, well, I just want to point out that I was never the type to have, like, a dream school, though. Like, you well, know. Well, mine wasn't even, like, I really wanted to go to LSU, but mine wasn't LSU. Like, that's not my, that's not my answer, you know? Yeah, but I don't even know if I, oh, I do. I have okay. one. Okay. Mine's UC Berkeley. Okay. I just see that for you. Other than that, uh, it, it's like. It's in Berkeley, California, but it's basically Berkeley's like right outside San Francisco, so it's basically it's San Francisco. Af. Yeah, it's liberal AF, like a whole bunch of hippies. I don't know if that's still true, but I'm sure some hippies still go there, but like anyway. Do you want to visit it when we I don't think we whenever have to visit we go the campus. Like it's not I'm I'm chill. But yeah, like I don't know. I just really wanted to go there. They have a good journalism school, which is what I originally was picking my colleges for. <laughs> so at the time, I was like, yeah, you know, like... But they have a good English program, too. Did you apply to Mizzou? I didn't, but I didn't want to go there. Because they so. have a good... They're, they're one of the best journalism yeah. in the country. Well, so, is, so is Columbia. Anyway, couldn't go to Columbia either, but I didn't want to go there. UC Berkeley. That's fine. Um, I, like, have... Sorry. I have, like, UC Berkeley, like, merch. <laughs> is merch the right word? <laughs> I don't know if this is the right one that I'm looking at, but there is a school out there that my uncle had talked to me because I really liked reading um, in college. I mean, in college and high school and still now. And they, their whole entire like university setup is basically you just reading books and then like discussion based questions about it. 
I think it's called. I think it's St. John's. If I not the one in New York, I think there's one in like Maryland or somewhere. And that is my ult. That would have been my ultimate college or university. So like the that was the um... that was the curriculum. Is that they like it's a book list where they and you get a liberal. I mean that was basically my curriculum anyway. Yeah, but (laughs) it's I think I don't know if you can. Did you have to write papers or was it? It's it is papers and discussion based, but like there's not a lot of tests. It's just like. Basically, you go to class and you discuss books, but it's supposedly like one of the best. It's one of the better schools out there, or be- best schools out there um, that has a program. And it's the only one in the at the time. It was the only one in the world that gets, uh, but definitely something I looked into. But that school and the degree you get out of it. I mean, those are just very expensive to do <laughs> to do something like that. Um, I mean, again, undergrad could have gone in the masters and did whatever afterwards, but. It was just not for the ROI of the school and what I wanted to do with my life. Like, not really worth it at the end. Yeah. But definitely a cool, cool... That is neat. Admissions. Cool curriculum. All right, Monica. Didn't you want to go to Washington and Lee? Yeah, but that's not... It's not your dream school? my dream school. Okay. That's what I thought was my dream school. That's what came up when I said research schools like SMU would okay, kind of look like it. It's St. John's College, and it they have it's called the Great the Great Book Reading Program or something like that. Nice. Sorry. Um, yeah. It's a hard hard time between. Like, I want to preface this with there was no way in hell that I would have gotten into these schools. That's not the... I know. I just, like, need to preface this. Okay. With that. I mean, when we were picking our cars, you also said that about your cars that you wanted, so... (laughs) I I think I have a better chance of getting, like, the... No, I don't know. Actually, that's hard, too. (laughs) (laughs) Is it... Do I have a better chance of getting a 1950s vintage Jaguar or, like, getting into Yale or, like, um, Oxford? Yale, Oxford, and where are we, like... And the London School of Economics. Those are are it? Yeah. Yale, Oxford. I don't know. I just, like, would have never gotten it. So, yeah, it's the St. John's College, and they have... It's called the Great book reading program or like awesome. stanford yeah oh my god i was on the phone with my mom the other day and we were like talking about stanford i was like blah 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 like i never would have gotten i uh like stanford like mba like how cool would that be she's like you should apply i'm like mom i would never get <laughs> in she's like monica believe in yourself you can do it i'm like mom i assure you you are just like your mom though what you do that with us i know yeah. but it's like okay stanford mba like i cannot I do why not. Would, I, why I'm do telling you, you. I'm objectively telling you. I do not have the grades to get into Stanford MBA or like any background. Like there are like millions of me out there in the world. Okay. I'm not building the next fake Theranos or like the real working Theranos. Okay. Whatever. The wor- I, can show I like how she prefaced it with the working there. <laughs> like I it's gonna work. I want to get into Stanford, but Stanford would be cool because it would be like warm and lit. Because like Yale. LSE and Oxford would be like cold. I Cambridge, didn't think I'd Columbia. get an SMU. So. And you did. I and did. you got a scholarship. Yeah. Yes, you did, honey. So. Um, I didn't. I mean, I don't know. I didn't dream of going to any particular college ever. So. Yeah. 
When I was a little kid, I dreamed of going to Asamia, which is, like, so funny because I got my dream and it was fake. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. All right. All right. We're going to. So if you're bummed out about your dreams, like, you know, (laughs) Um... sometimes you can reach them and they can be shattered as well. Yeah. You know, reality isn't. I mean, it was a great education, whatever. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Well, make sure you follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Yeah, like because in the we'll meantime. still be, we'll still be yeah. out out there. We'll still be. We'll still be alive. We'll still be alive. No, just be, just be. This is not the end. I just you thought so. <laughs> this is still. We're still active. We just need to recoup our lives a little bit. <laughs> I mean, that's yeah. You know, I mean, we live and love and learn and laugh. <laughs> what is that song? We live, we learn, we love. You know what I'm talking about. Is, yeah. that, is that Alanis Morissette? It's something like I, that. I swear to God. Okay, you, I, I should know this, but anyway, whatever. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. As always, we would really like for you to go and well subscribe. That'd be cool, but also to uh, rate and review our podcast we really do like to hear back from you um and you know we have a little bit of time uh in between now and august and to you know improve or learn or whatever and dm us yeah just know so yeah and again this is not the end (laughs) I feel like <laughs> you keep it's having not to say goodbye. that. It's not <laughs> goodbye. But I do because I feel like there's some podcasts that have have done this and cool. that we follow, and some of them are like, "Oh yeah, we'll be back," but they don't have like a definite date. We have a definite date. We're coming we're, back we're in back. August. Yeah, we, we we be back. We be back. But um, or as my dad happened. like to say, "I'll be back." He <laughs> you mean that like, goddamn movie? You mean like every dad? Yeah, I feel such like a dad move. Well, yeah. I mean like. Do ever does do every dad is what I was about to say. Do every dad does Dooley, every doodly do does every dad like the uh tra- tra- I almost said Transformers movie. My dad really is liked my dad really liked Transformers. Uh, mm-hmm. what'd you say? Wolf, what'd you say? Terminator. Yeah, Terminator. That, uh, Terminator. Uh, did every dad like the Terminator movies? I don't know, but it's whatever. a very dad move though. Love uh, it. Yeah, Love he it. would every time he'd like leave the room. He would be like, I'll be I'll back. Be oh, my was like, oh my god. You're just, just going, going to pee. <laughs> like, uh, anyway, so. 